0: You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find Love at First Drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
4: Welcome, new listeners, to the Talk Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. Recorded on a phone, but don't worry The audio of the show is at a higher quality You know the Podcasters Association Voted the Todd Glass Show with number one So welcome
5: Welcome to to the show
6: Well, well, well
1: On today's show and you don't want to skip forward because I'm going to give my opinion on this cancel culture, they call it, from another perspective. Oh, you're going to want to stick around. That's just on the opening right now I'm doing. That's even before I throw to the show, the studio show. But I do want to say Kyle Ayers was the guest. And we both have uh, a dear friend, Andy Frasco. A dear friend. And... um I got up very early uh, the day we recorded this show, and I did a double episode. I got up early, and then I did a double episode of the Doug Benson show, Getting Doug with High. And so I was spent, but I wanted to have a podcast, but I almost canceled it. But I'm glad I didn't, because I had such a great show with Kyle. He was easy to talk to, easy to be around, and we had the most mellow show ever, but I liked it. And it was fun, and it was really enjoyable, and it was perfect for me. And um, that's the show today, Kyle Ayers. So I just uh, got a shipment of Velcro, and my friend in the background is separating it for me. Thank you. Are you separating all the Velcro? Yeah. Thank you. Keep going. Oh, you're not doing it now. Oh, there he goes. Okay, so why am I bringing up this other thing and then we'll throw it to the show. By the way, today is Friday and 2019. And tomorrow uh, I'm going to be in, I'm in uh, Santa Cruz Comedy Festival and I have a show on Saturday night. I'm gonna bounce around some of the other shows but I have my own show Saturday night with the band Santa Cruz, there you go. And I'm coming into the the Comedy Addict in Bloomington. I'm coming to Charlie Goodnights in Raleigh, North Carolina in the next two months. The new Indianapolis uh, Helium I'm going to be at in November. And some dates with Jim Gaffigan, which are exciting. Some Tosh dates. And also, oh, that's not until next year, Todd. Don't be silly. Back at Helium, the end of January 2020. All right. Here's what I want to say. I'll make it clean. I'll make it precise. But... A lot of people are saying, you know, the same people that say you can't say anything anymore. If you ask a question, you get yelled at, which isn't true. Um, But they're saying it's a cancel culture. You know, you don't like something you say, cancel it. And I found you can unknowingly be hypocritical. And I found myself doing that. And I'll give you two examples and then I'll come full circle. A long time ago when people found out that Chick-fil-A uh, was not the, the, the CEO was not okay with gay marriage, um, a lot of people had problems with it. Some people didn't. And there was a line around the block at Chick-fil-A. And I guess it was a lot of people saying, yeah, we don't believe in gay marriage e- either. And I was in the car with a few people and we started to go down the route of like, oh, so pathetic. Right, ride, ride, just be, who cares what you think about gay marriage? But I thought wrong. Because you just have to match that on the other side. If there is a place maybe that serves chicken that um it feels differently, you go support that place. And you can't be hypocritical. There was also a thing where a woman would not um give out gay she was a she was some type of where you could go to like the city and get a, a marriage certificate and she was not giving out gay marriage certificates, even though she was told she was you're, you're supposed to by law at that point. And even then I said the same thing. I said, well, that's what she believes in. She's going against what the law is to do what she believes in. I disagree with it. I wish she didn't feel that way. But she went against the law to do what she felt. Now, I get it. I could easily say the law is the law. But I think if it was the opposite... If somebody in that position was giving out, they go, you know, and it was in the news and she gave out 120 marriage certificates to gay people. I think I might go,
5: good for her.
1: Good for her. So now it comes full circle to people thinking it's a cancel culture. Look, if somebody tried to close something down that I didn't agree with, it would maybe break my heart. It would be like, oh, why are they going after that person? That person's a good person. But... For a long time, all these comedians are saying it's a cancel culture. Before the internet, and before Twitter, and before Instagram, the average person didn't have her voice. So it was comedians that were able to do it because, and I was one of those comedians. Back then, 20 years ago, we were the only ones that went on morning radio. Sometimes every city we went to, we did the top three radio stations in that city, and we got out to a, a tremendous amount of people. And then we were performing in front of thousands, even before we had any TV credits. We were still performing in front of thousands and thousands and thousands of people every week. And we did the same thing. When I saw my fellow comedians doing it, I always thought they were right, so I thought they weren't abusing their power because I don't want to see that either. But I did it with Nissan and got good results out of it. I think Mike Rubiglia did it with Best Buy. And I know Robert Kelly had something where um, there was a video store that wouldn't make copies of this video because he was sending them to the troops and he went on and opened Anthony. And I think the place ended up shutting down. And the list goes on and on and on. And no one complained about it then. There were no comedians going, why are we taking it? So, look, it works both ways. Now there's a lot of people that have power. And because of the the Internet and some power that we only had... And no one complained about it then. Nobody complained about it back then. Nobody went, oh, my God, why is Mike Birbiglia doing this? Why? And I think they didn't complain about it because they didn't see Mike Birbiglia wasn't being a bully, I wasn't being a bully, Robert Kelly wasn't being a bully. We were fairly going after places that we thought had done us wrong. And that's all that's happening now. So it's not a cancel culture. Stop it. And if that doesn't bend your ear... Oh, well, then I'm back to saying the same thing. It's my new favorite expression. That my opinion doesn't have to be so great where you go, okay, I'm completely changing my opinion, okay, Todd. But you should go, is that true? What Todd's saying? All right, did I make any sense at all? You know what I figured? Even if I didn't make any sense, it's still good because then I have to learn that I don't make any sense. I ah, shut the fuck up. All righty. All um, righty. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show today. Kyle Ayers, great guy. (laughs) We're going to give him the great guy award. Um, That's it. Go, uh, isn't, hey, guess what? Uh, Gary Goldman's new special is coming out on HBO called The Great Depression. I heard he's not depressed at all. That's what his girlfriend told me. She goes, he's not depressed, Todd. But I still want to see the special because I love him. All right. You're great and enjoy the
4: show. Bye.
5: It's a good show. Hey, here we
1: go. Kyle Ayers, everybody. everybody, all night long at the Tiger show. Shut the fuck up. Of course, it's going to be fun. We don't waste any time. Kyle's getting into it. He feels like it it gave him a boost of energy. This is... The common thread tonight is Andy Brassman.
3: How you doing? Cans, I'm good. Kyle Ayers,
1: everybody. I'm good. Wow. Okay, I'm pulling in. We can get this off. I got my drink over here.
6: Hello, Kyle. How do you do? I'm gonna sing some songs for you. Some fast songs and slow songs and funny songs, too. So join in and sing along and have some fun, too. We're gonna sing about Kyle We're gonna sing about Kyle We're gonna sing about Kyle
1: It's a four hour song that's Do you mind? We're just gonna do like 30 minutes yeah, yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah From when he gets up in the morning
1: What time do you get up in the morning? 8, 30 well, That's good Yeah, that's good I get up around 9 Yeah Wow, John Bram Wagner, how are you?
6: Great, thanks for asking.
1: Later in the show, we'll talk about our trip to Vegas. John uh, was in the band, and uh, we got to shoot, well, we'll talk about it later, but Kimmel shot like six minutes of... One of my sets to air on the show.
2: Okay, cool. So,
1: but we'll talk about it later. Aristotle, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. You know Aristotle. We do. Vinny, right behind you, and yeah. then Aaron, Simon, and we're all great, great, and everything's great, and we both have a drink. Yeah. And we're here. How did you meet? I like you know start right off. Yeah, yeah. People want to know they do about Andy. How did you know? How did you meet Andy
3: Fresh? Uh, I was in a charity adult spelling bee that Andy and his band were the house band. I was the judge. So where people was this at? What uh, was the first knitting factory in Brooklyn, knitting factory in right. Williamsburg? And so I just sort of got hired to be the judge and the definitions guy. It's all a comedy thing. It's all for charity. Adults just get drunk and try and spell words. And Andy was the band and we just sort of clicked. And was he great then too? He was very good How at it. How many years ago was this? Oh, uh, A few years ago, four years ago maybe. Years ago? I, don't, I, guess, I can't always remember. Well, um, yeah, it was, it was really, really fun. Wow. Well. And, and so then Ernie,
1: you know he. I heard they're fighting right now. They're getting Andy and Ernie. Oh,
3: it's bad. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just
1: kidding.
3: That's how you find out if there is. Oh dirt. yeah, yeah. You just you lead me, and you I'm like, oh, actually, you. he's fighting with Sean. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh Sean. Shit. I heard wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I heard <laughs> wrong. I wrote Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that. Ju- sometimes I stopped doing it because it. it,
1: it then it was sort of uncomfortable but I would just go to a club I don't know why I thought it was funny like there's always a mod- lot of managers Yeah. I'd go I guess uh, you're not getting along with the big guy <laughs> and then every so often they go uh, it's not that why do you, you know I'm like oh I was just
3: kidding yeah I know I like, like I like trying to lead people into that sort of I'll like, go and be like uh, who's that one guy you were saying is always late <laughs> and they're like Tony you're like yeah yeah you, you were saying that all day <laughs> That's fun So obviously You saw it on the opening Lady
1: Gaga's on the show And we are There's a band in here tonight Yeah And uh, she's gonna do a song And we're so excited I'll tell you how it happened later But So Kyle will be here Then Lady Gaga will be here The big two Am I saying it wrong? Now I'm No it's it's Kyle
3: No not Kyle (laughs) (laughs) Gaga Is it Gaga? Gaga a Gaga (laughs) a Gaga did you see when she was in that movie with Bradley Cooper, they had the placards out for press they were doing, and his said B. Cooper, and hers said L. Gaga. <laughs> like she doesn't have a name. <laughs> Lady
1: Gaga. I really wanted to stup her when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you take that out or do you leave it in? Uh, wait, the- what do you mean, like last year? Yeah. this is the- <laughs> Is this the comedy that I want to do? All right. So, um... So, uh, anyway, Lady Gaga will mm-hmm. be here, and uh, and all I care about, if she gets here in time to do two songs, and then I'll be thrilled. So that's yeah. all I had on there. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot. Play this voicemail from my mom real quick. It's just a nice... I'm trying to put... log. I want these not to disappear. I, I thought it's good to start playing them on the podcast, because I, you know, you start thinking, you give know...
2: Todd, just give me a call when you have, like, a few minutes to talk to me, where you're not in a hurry, Okay? Because first I have to tell you something, and then I have to ask you a question. So that should spike your curiosity enough to call me when you can. Love you. Bye.
1: Yeah, and it was good conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it really was an interesting, very, very good conversation. Oh, so. I have
3: a voicemail with my dad where he didn't think it ever went to voicemail, and it's however long a voicemail can be of him going, no, I didn't pick up. Yeah, the voicemail's not when you just hear him talking to my mom about how I didn't answer the phone for a little bit until it it's cuts off best. after two minutes. It's real great. Do you still have it? Uh, it's on a little voice memo on my computer.
1: Oh, I wish we could play it right yeah. now. We Could you send it to me and we'll put it in right here? Yeah, yeah, I'll do okay, it. Okay, cool. So let's just pull, play it here.
0: We were unable to get this recording. I am sorry, but here is me doing an impression of Kyle's dad that I know is 100% accurate. <laughs> okay. All right. Ha
1: that lived that. up to it. <laughs> no, it did. We, Hey, no, truth it's... be told, we played that in post so you could hear it. You, we played it in post so yeah. you could hear it. We didn't play it live we in I played it
3: here in studio. Everyone was laughing so yeah. hard that Aristotle
1: knocked the whole board over. Yeah. And so, but... I know it can't be anything but gold and yeah. enjoyable. It probably Fun. makes your stomach feel good because it's so pure. It's like, no, I didn't. First of all, things away from this is yeah. No,
0: he didn't pick up. <laughs> yeah. I, left, I didn't leave a message. This may be too far from <laughs> the microphones. I
3: pick up. I guess.
1: I don't know when he does his shows. You know, and that's like... <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I got just a little too real for me at the end when I didn't have enough shows scheduled, but uh, <laughs> other than that... Uh, yeah, he likes to do... that. He records these things on my mom's phone for uh, a show I do, and then he will always... It'll always end with him going, I just don't see the red button. <laughs> <laughs> And then you'll hear my mom walk in and be like, it's right here. And he's like, well, the phone went dark, Diane. Oh
0: <laughs> you said, oh for a second, I
3: got to say, you said for a show you do. Yeah. What show would that be? Uh, it's called Never Seen It. It's a podcast. Oh, my.
1: Never Seen It. Oh, so. People are talking about it. Yeah, yeah. It. Everyone's, everyone's talking about it. Oh, I guess it. he went, you
4: see what well, you've never seen it?
2: On the Starburns yeah, Audio. Starburns
4: Audio. Star-Baron's Audio. New home for the Tideglass Show. New home for the Show
2: and never seen it okay so i had a a specific question for you about your dad Mm -hmm.
1: oh shit
3: okay well by the way since we're here and i can go back if we can remember what we're talking about your show what do you have a theme on your show it's uh comedians rewrite movies they've never seen and we read their scripts oh that's fucking great yeah so you write like five or six pages of what you think something you haven't seen is see that's
1: why i'm telling you i do really you know what like podcasting I don't know why I have to bring it up all the time. Yeah, I wish I did know. Maybe it's a good reason, I hope. But it's it's sort of like bringing a negative to a positive. But I can never let go of all the negative people about podcasts in the beginning. I don't mean I harbor resentment. But yeah. you know, when they go, oh, there's so many podcasts. I just always go, yeah, it's like stand-up. There's yeah. a lot of stand-up. And then sometimes people shine. People shine. Like We know comedians, it, they don't have to be as big as... You know, but a lot of
3: people we know in our world, they, yeah. they're, 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 st- yeah, stand up's been around forever. It's always but, to me like people are like, there's so many podcasts. I'm like, yeah, it's the only thing left where there's not 800 gatekeepers between the comedian and right. what they want to make. And we can kind of make what you want. This proves
1: just like stand up, even though it's been done for years, stand up, hey, if a lot of people doing something is going to make you not participate, then then I could say to that person making fun of then what are you doing stand-up for? Yeah. But no, people can leave their mark. And it, when you hear of a good idea, like instead of making fun of it, you, you're right, then just come up with a really cool thing to do yeah. that gives you a fucking creative outlet that's like whatever you want. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. And then there's always, just like stand-up, there's always a new idea. There's always something, you, you see them pop up, Sometimes ideas pop up I get jealous of them I'm like Oh god Why didn't I think I of know that?
3: I like stuff like that And it's just like jokes Everyone's like Oh exactly. you're gonna Everyone's talked about everything Everyone's like I don't know I keep seeing stuff I love That's new That's it. that's it
1: You know what Yes the same topics Can be talked about But that's a dangerous sentiment To get into the wrong person's head That you want Even if person you think's funny And if someone tells them that everything's been done, because you know what? I agree with you. No, it hasn't. Right. I have had jokes, a lot of my jokes that have been done. I hope my slant is different. Right. Topics, of course. But I did a joke about a city planner, and I swear,
3: maybe it's self-serving. I thought,
1: no one's done a fucking joke about a city planner. (laughs) Tell me the joke. Where's the joke Uh, about a city planner?
3: Even when it comes to the big stuff where people are like, oh, you're going to go up and talk about dating? I'm like, yeah, the thing no one's ever figured out for the history of mankind. I'll bring it up. Yeah. It might come up because we we all haven't been able to figure it out for Seven thousand years, or however long Jesus had people were around. <clears throat> I want to say this. <clears throat> I should have said it up front. Maybe I will say it on the opening. Oh, people know, I'm in a very mellow mood, which I'm fine. Yeah. I love just being wherever I'm at. You know, your uh, openings don't sound as bad as you always say. They sound like audio they're, quality they're wise. The phone
1: is pretty decent quality. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's funny you say that because I listen to the old ones, and now it's you don't really know at all. Yeah. You don't really know at all. It's uh, they're
3: really figuring out these phones. They really are. <laughs> 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 Write that um, down. What we <laughs> <laughs> okay. what were we just uh, jokes, every uh, topics I and stuff you like about that?
2: To say how you are on uh, getting Doug this week.
1: Oh yeah, thank uh, you, thank you, John Byrne Wagner. So I did getting Doug with High a double episode, and I did a dab, which I don't. I've maybe dabbed mm-hmm. three times, four times my entire life. I dabble in yeah. dabbing, <laughs> so it really knocked me out. Like. After the show was over I had to lay on the sofa in one of the offices for an hour I mean I was feeling fine but yeah. I couldn't walk around yeah then I finally was able to get in the car so I came home so I'm gonna roll. oh yeah I like it put some Smokin reverb in it I ever listen to what reverb does now imagine it keep
4: going and show.
1: little more roll. can we get more Just teach me a lesson.
6: No
3: Well, wow, that's I. I wanted to just let that breathe. Yeah, you know, what thing I really like about Andy, and since people know him and listen, uh, I've known. It's funny to watch some someone mature in front of your eyes. And so his like old songs will be like about blaming it on the pussy and stuff, which songs I like and they're fun. And then the new songs are like very wonderful, dramatic, I, poignant I, things. I talk about the same thing, yeah. and I
1: say to really know who Andy is you got to listen i would say so if you're interested you listen yeah. here's your three songs you should listen to and then you'll know who he is because i like the old part too i don't want it to go away but like he's evolved yeah and then so he can be like it can be like Havana Gila and just everybody or it can be now songs where he has you know he has different things to say and yeah. and he's evolved as a human being um, but i always say here i want you to know who he is three songs and i know what they are and i give them to people and usually the I mean, there it doesn't disappoint, you yeah. know. They'll Terrible be like, person. We have to make sure everyone. <laughs> <you don't, laughs> he's a, he's everything. He's everything. Yeah. He is so sometimes, and I know he's a full grown adult, but sometimes he's just a, a, adorable. Mm-hmm. You know, he's so like excited. And I yeah. fucking love it. I love his energy. I love that I met him. I I'm. I, it's crazy. You know, it's like we became really close really quick, and then through he asked me who he could interview in New York on his podcast, and yeah. I said Gary Goldman, I think, and then. He ended up doing the music for Gary's special. Yeah, and he, you know why that guy follows through. He when he, my experience with him is when he says he's going to be here to do a podcast or do a show or whatever it is, he fucking does it. Yeah, and if he says, to be honest, like I heard Gary said, "Oh yeah, he we did the podcast in the afternoon." He said he's coming to my show, but you're in New York, like to go now. And he did. He yeah. showed up at night. There yeah. was a ticket waiting for him. Mm-hmm. He watched his show,
3: and he hung out afterwards. And he waited till Gary came out and he talked to him. And it was like, and it's a good matchup of people those two for like energy cuz you if if you just sort of know both of them you wouldn't think that there would be much for them to m- not a lot in the middle of their Venn right. diagram right right but the thing i always align with andy on and 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 a lot of people that i get along with is i, I it's hard to be i try and be positive it's hard to be positive and it's work for me and I think it's work for Andy to stay positive and happy. And it's—I don't know Gary too. It was work. Do you know what I mean? You're putting this. Yeah, in. yeah. A lot yeah. of people, is, uh, people I respect and love, are just like kind of always positive and happy all the time. And I want to be, but it's just a, a real mental and physical exercise to be. And it, it is something that I, I I mesh with those guys on.
1: Yeah, and, and and obviously you know it's uh, it's a time in comedy where uh, you know you learn more about that because I had friends I didn't I thought we were all, I thought everyone was pretty much the same. Like I didn't know anything twenty-five years ago about depression or people that had it or people that are like work take work to just be you know what people are all different and even if it's not depression that's an extreme but but like what you're talking about is more. Is is it, or is it just trying to be positive about your career and with who the you know who the president is and all that stuff? I mean,
3: that stuff's all on top of you know. I have uh, uh, kind of like some recent like mental diagnoses that uh, that I'm sort of coping with and figuring out. And you, you you retroactively start applying behavior to a label, and then it's 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 just all uh, confusing and hard for everybody. And we spent all of eternity pretending it was the right idea to not talk about it and that couldn't have been healthy
1: <laughs> oh you know what I'm, I'm, I'm you're I, I couldn't agree more and that's why I always say like when people say you know let's go back to the way it used to be I like I, I don't know how many things I have to put in front of you that wouldn't make you melt and go oh my god I stopped saying that it makes me yeah because it's like just for let for social forget about social and political that's what I talk about the most mm-hmm. forget about that forget yeah. about just that. Dealing with who we are. We had depression. Like it w- you know, I've said it in my special, but I'm repeating it. We, we had it. It would be different if, if I really thought there was no people that were depressed back in the 50s and the 60s. If I really thought there wasn't, that experts studied it and there wasn't, we don't know why. I'd want to know what they did. Yeah. I'd want to know what yeah. they did. Of course. That's Maybe p- you
3: have to win a world war every 23 years <laughs> to prevent <laughs> mental illness from coming through and protruding and, and it was just somehow drank, the, yeah yeah they
1: drank their they all had depression they all had everything women weren't happy because they eternally knew everyone knows in their soul they want to do whatever they fucking want to do yeah. no matter how they were okay with cooking and cleaning you they she they you are a human being you know in your gut you should be doing yeah. anything you fucking want and that had to eat women up guilt 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 valium and now so yeah just on that alone and autism and kids that can speak
3: through a computer mm-hmm. like Ugh, every dude. time someone is uh you know I want I want to go, ba- go back I want to go back I want like you just don't want to learn how to use a touch screen but so we go back to everyone being sad and miserable right. let alone uh bigots but <laughs> it's like just cuz you don't want to learn you don't want to make a new email address cuz you forgot a password you, uh, you know let me tell you something I'm with you and
1: it's not it's not that it's always easy to learn cuz like I said I yeah. have it's it's hard you yeah. know you get a new cell phone but it but uh but you know
3: I only use that I used to work at the genius bar at the Apple store for a long long time so that's always my example of uh uh just sort of like resistance versus accept like uh, here's my this is a this is a real I probably the first tangent this show has ever had but uh um <laughs> This is I you put a little music yeah. in it? I mean, ever so soft. Here's the thing that Don't I was, be disrespectful. people used to come to me all the time, and and it would usually be older people being like, "I can't figure this out. Kids are born with this stuff. Kids know how to do this from the start." And I, the, my theory, and I think it is right, is that's not true. Kids just aren't afraid of breaking stuff. <laughs> so it's like it's and and now the stuff is kind of hard to break if you're just. Fucking around with it or whatever, it's kind of hard to break. But people are just afraid of breaking stuff forever, and so now kids just, you know, two, three year olds playing with iPads, it just does what they think it should.
1: But yeah, and th- and and it, and, and, uh, it doesn't. I, I was weird at first when I saw it, but you know, well, your kids on iP on a yeah, plane. Yeah. I saw like a three year old, but yeah. I don't know why. You know what it is? It's not that I think there's nothing bad today, but it doesn't need you. If it was a person, it doesn't need you helping it. People already all think everything's bad. Yeah. So even if you even if you do agree with somebody on one thing, I almost go, don't say it. You know why? Yeah. It's like if like if you're having a conversation and you do think there is something, let's say bad about kids, you yeah. rave about them a lot, mm-hmm. but you do think there's a layer that it does disappoint you about the generation today. Yeah. If you got the scope of how good they were, and the magnitude of the positive. But you, there was a slice that you thought, you know, in all fairness, they're not perfect. And this is a slice that I wish it was. And there was a group of people talking about kids today. You know, not you didn't need to offer it up there. Yeah, yeah. They, that, you, they need the other version. The part yeah. that you know how brilliant they are. That's right. not the, go talk about it with your wife. It, because they already. And then it's a one more person. So no one is at bat for the kids, if you do, so that's why people go. Isn't there anything? I go. There is, but it doesn't need
3: my help. It's like when you when I get into arguments with people politically who are on the opposite side that I am, versus when I get into arguments with people who are on the same side. The people that I'm on the same side, we find these very specific, nuanced things to yell at each other. Like, and then the people, but then it it comes down like, oh well. But the people on the other side. I hate everything about that, but then we're, we're arguing about like a like the tax of a parking meter in Hollywood after six, and it's like this is what we disagree on. This is what we think kids are bad at now is this tiny specific thing. Right. But then there's the people who are just like the kids are all idiots and have done nothing good, and you're like I don't know that seems wrong. Yeah, yeah. There's no way they're all bad. No. There's no way they're all bad. <laughs> what, what I wasn't that I, I think I saw you. I don't want to misquote your bit at you, but I will now uh, when you were talking about like. Someone complained about how kids don't know how to read maps anymore, because they invented one that talks back to them. They, they like, What's better? Right. In long term, what's better? What's be- You know what I think you have to ask people,
1: and I've, I've talked about some of this on the show before, but I think it makes people almost edit themselves or be aware of what you are. You have to say to someone, if you want to be an optimist, It's okay to say it. It doesn't mean you're an evil person. But if you overwhelmingly go, I am. I just got to tell you. But if you, most people don't want to. So when you ask them, they go, I'd like to believe I'm a a, a, a pessimist, I mean. Yeah, yeah. But they'd like to, I'd like to believe I'm an optimist. Well, then that means that you think the world is getting better, not worse. Mm -hmm. You can't say that and go, put your shoulders up and go, I'd like to believe... There's a lot of problems, but the world's getting better. That's optimism. Yeah. You can't go, I believe in optimism. And what about the world and kids? No, they're all getting stupider. <laughs> well, how optimists can right. you be? Optimistic? L- <laughs> how you know the word I'm trying to say. Yeah. If kids are getting stupider, thank God they're not. Yeah. I, that's the good thing about me when they I'm clearly tired of are. arguing. When they're I'm tired not. of arguing, I go, thank the good Lord they're not. Yeah. All the signs show it. Not just me spewing out my opinion. All the signs, the history, almost like a scientific way yeah. shows they're getting smarter. And it's not a bad thing You know what If you acknowledged
3: it I want to say I picture adults That disagree That means you did a good job You dumb fuck Yeah yeah It's uh, it's, uh, like blaming kids For having the participation trophies You gave them <laughs> now, can you believe these kids with these participation trophies we handed them? Yeah, your
1: group, you're, if it, and it is good. <laughs> but you're right. Even if it's bad, you did it.
3: Yeah, yeah. They go, "Well, I didn't do it." That's can you believe these lazy saying. kids? We didn't ask to do anything. Gary Goldman is such a great joke about yeah. that. It, it, that. that that's a evergreen sentence right there. What? <laughs> like Gary Goldman has such a great joke about that. <laughs> like pretty much any idea I've ever had, they're like that guy has done it more eloquently and funnier than you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's the funniest person. He's gonna be. You know, it's good. I He's I, so I talked to Gary about
1: this, and I feel I hope. I hope it pertains to me too. He makes me want to grow as a comedian. Yeah. So does. So does Rory Scoville. There's an array of people that when I watch them grow over the year, I go, okay, I need to keep growing. I need to keep changing. Yeah, but you know, you're that for a bunch of people, right? I, I hope, but I, th- I I do think it goes full circle. You gotta, you know, like I hope. I hope mm-hmm. it does, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but
3: the uh, oh, what were we talking about? about- Gary Goldman's bit about uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Gary. He does. He, like, works so hard. You see him do, like, eight minutes about state abbreviations, and you're like, have I ever written a joke? Have I ever written anything <laughs> down? How did he? How do you know when it's done? I'd like, I'm would like. i not that style 100%, but I'd like to adapt
1: some of that. There are bits I have yeah. that... So I don't have to be Gary, but I'd like to be some of that. That's like, how I
3: feel about Rory real hard. Like, you watch him on stage, like, this is a, almost a different thing that's happening up here. It's just a weird confidence. Yeah. So one time before I went on stage... Rory and I were doing this festival in Las Vegas, like about a year and a month, called Life Is Beautiful Festival. A really good festival, especially a music. F- Not all music festivals are good to comedians. This one is the best. Where's it at? at? In Vegas. Oh, cool. And it's a huge music festival. Was it and, on Fremont Street? Uh, whatever sort of giant. I, I'm, that's the only time I've ever been to Vegas. Okay, so, cool. uh, and then I just was like, you know, I'm gonna go up with the confidence that he he thinks all of it, like he goes, and then I just had such a great set. I'm like, oh no, that couldn't have been it the whole time. Me caring about myself—if that's the answer—it's <laughs> been on me this entire time. <laughs> but he's just such a his presence and the way that he just gets everyone to buy into what he's doing. I know. It's I learned from it. You yeah. know, I ooh, learned from it.
1: Fuck Rory Scoble. Fuck Rory Scoble. Fuck Rory Scoble. Fuck Rory Scoble. Fuck Rory Um. <laughs> Rory, did, on Rory did something in his special About me He, t- he said Oh you're funnier than Todd Les And threw some in a dumpster At the end of his special <laughs> I'm about 50% Of what the bit was If he's listening I don't think he listens I know he doesn't <laughs> listen And then uh, So on my special I go I go I just mentioned Rory Out of the blue Like you know As a casual And I go Well yeah. my friend Rory Scova And the whole crowd Which I talked to them Before the show Starts chanting Fuck yeah. When the band comes in It was just so I love that he let it breathe Without me even having to ask him I go the guy who edited the first chunk of it, like, oh, he really left a lot in. Yeah. I was like, they needed it to be, <laughs> to let it, you, you know, he could have chopped it in half, but it needed to just yeah. go and go. And I play the good guy the whole time. Well, what was you <laughs> <call it? laughs> yeah, Oh, my okay. God. What is wrong with you? What? Rory Scoville is my friend. Yeah. <laughs>
4: play 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 that time, last
1: show wow That's we're branding nice. ourselves a whole dear, new dear, way dear, i dear, like right this now, there's something you should know. tell Chris of the no no we can play those by the way we can still play those i want to light this candle Oh uh, shit. Can I think I
3: gestured it out.
1: No, 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 you're fine. Maybe it is better. Hold on, let me see. I love I love everything. I love what we're talking about. I
3: went out on this uh I've been like getting back into dating for the first time in a little bit. I went out on a date and I gestured out a candle <laughs> and then I was like I went to go get another one, and I picked it up, and it went out, and and I, and then she was laughing, and that's how I'm like, well, this is a connect, you know what I mean? Because this is, is, she finding right, the right. dumb shit funny that I think? Right. So then I went over and I grabbed someone's candle off their table, and it went out, and then I set the other thing, and then and then she was just like, really? I'm like, this is a good, this if this bit is working, we got a good start yeah, yeah. here, and then we never got another candle, and uh, Jay's bar. Employee asked me what I was doing, because <laughs> it's like a bar that holds nine people, and I'm trying to do a bit in an anonymous bit. <laughs> Great bar. Um, we'll bleep out Jay's bar on Sunset no, Boulevard. Do we'll you? bleep no. Oh, <laughs> no.
1: I <mean>. We'll go <laughs> uh, love
0: no, no, no.
3: This isn't an old '50s movie on mute. They won't hear it.
1: I think there's a scratch on my glass over here.
2: I right, try to get it out.
3: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, can you do the show without me? Maybe it's on the outside, not the inside.
1: By the way, for the people at home, I have a glass. I'm literally doing it. And I'm <laughs> acting like there's a
3: thing. Like you're the worst interviewer ever. So now, you, where'd you grow up? I like the guy that pulls back the curtain on the part that give that helps them with it a whole bunch. Yeah. He's like, oh, by the way, if you're if you're listening, uh, uh, I am physically doing this. I did cut the woman in half. It's a <laughs> yeah. ma- a magic podcast where you do a magic trick over hey, the wh- air. By was, the way, she disappeared.
1: Has <laughs> <laughs> that ever happened where somebody got had to get cut in half for real? For there's sure. no way. I have a theory, and I don't. It's a weird one. I I just can't keep it in my own head. That anything you can make up happens.
3: Yeah.
0: If, if, almost. Like Do you some... mean accidentally at a magic show or just in general? In general. In some oh, people have been cut
3: a, in half on a, accident. Absolutely. Oh, they have been? Wire, wires. <laughs> Why did I start like I had the story? Oh, the show, The Wire. Someone threw the DVD really hard and it cut someone in half like a little saw.
0: <laughs> yeah, you right.
3: I, would love, I think I would love a magic podcast. Now that's all I'm thinking about, where someone just well, describes we, the trick that we they're did doing. Do an
0: ep- we did do an episode with Justin Willman where he was doing magic tricks at the table. Well, we were so hot. And you know what? It was fun. I love magic. Uh,
3: by the way, I have a theory. Close up or get the fuck away from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. care. I don't care yeah. if you
1: make the Empire Stable to believe. Don't, I don't want your reaction. It doesn't matter. I can't suspend
3: I d- my disbelief. I, I know the whale is there.
1: Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I know the whale didn't disappear. But sleight of hand, fuck, that's... I mean, he was right at the table, right? And you know what's funny? We said, Justin, I go, I know this is, Daniel asked him, he goes, I bet you, because sleight of Hand could even do the one where you slide your finger off, but better than we can do. And he did. He fucking did. He does this. He puts his thumb out and it looked better. I go, do the nose thing. And the same thing. Whatever you think the nose thing is that we can all do it. I got your nose. Not even close. His is
3: literally 50% better. Even that little fucking trick. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I love they think that he takes off the middle finger and you're like God damn that's some next level shit and he's flipping you off twice with his other hand. <laughs> I want to get this candle lit though. I
1: want to dig this out, but I don't want to. Uh, but I don't want to stop the show. So just, How keep
2: we just cool. swap it out.
3: Oh yeah, well hold on. I'd I get would, it, but well, you I know I, I this will be haphazardly brought over.
1: <laughs> you know what I want to do? Let's play Chug a Lug like is a million times tonight. Like we're going to a commercial. Oh, I got it. I got it now. You can blow that out if it's too, uh, chug-a-lug, chug a This is my brother. Is he good? Tell me hey, the boy, truth. Hidey-ho.
2: hope
4: Burn your tongue, don't you know? Chug-a-lug, chug a Grape wine in a mason jar.
2: <laughs> and to by friend of my after class.
4: Me and Aaron. Can you? decided that we Get it through the
1: house. This is a great song. So
4: we ourselves.
1: This is my brother. First I like this a lot. No, it's not.
4: My ears still rings. Right. Jugga look, jugga look.
6: Make you want to holla high. I know. Burns, chugga, don't you know. Chuggle look, chugga look. 4-H and
2: F-F-A. On a field trip to the farm. Me and a friend big dog behind.
6: This big old wood barn where we uncover the up. Cove it we with a thought till we drink our pills and nice I swallowed it with a smile I
1: run 10 miles chug look chug look alright wow it's always fun to be silly remember it's important to be silly we're gonna do a new segment on the show where we talk to the dogs people leave the show on for the dogs oh yeah, yeah. so you have right now there's dogs and they just probably edit this part out on, and put it on a loop yeah So because the, the other part might scare the dogs but we just wanna say hello hey hey how you doing buddy? Hi buddy. I think you're doing good. Oh, you're good. You're not you're
3: doing nothing but what's right. Look yeah. at you, so cute. Do you love how you taste wow. smells? Wow. Is it fun tasting smells? Look at you. Hey. Buddy. Hey. hey. Uh, already sitting. Look at you, look sitting. At you sitting. I'm gonna
5: mush that
1: little face Here's of a yours. Shit.
3: That's a good sit. Also, Aww. people can use this if they're in between relationships. Yeah. And we just say it to people, too. We're just <laughs> telling a guy he did a good job sitting on his couch. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's little, we'll
1: change. But yeah, Aww. you're right. That maybe just for dogs.
3: They're coming back. <laughs> you look out the window?
1: They're, oh, yeah. Look at you. You don't got nothing to be worried oh. about. Look at your tail. Look at you. Is that funny? Do you think that's funny? You want a cookie? And <laughs> now they fled. Yeah. <laughs> wow! Here we go. Get a little dark.
3: I like you. Hmm. I was here for it.
1: This is what I would do if I had a band. I'd make them vamp and I'd come out like 10 minutes late. Mm-hmm.
3: You know what I mean? And <laughs> and just t- do this one riff over yeah, and over. Yeah, when they're waiting,
1: again. you know, and they're give me some reverb. Like in the crowds, in the background, and the, the band just has to, yeah. you know,
3: really play it loud. How would it sound like if. You're just asking for reverb over the God mic yes. the entire show? Yes. I need more reverb before I go out there. <laughs> only in the monitors. I
1: need more reverb only in the monitors, Jackie.
3: <laughs> and the whole crowd hears it.
1: it. Is this on in the audience? <laughs> Jackie, I need more reverb (laughs) Jackie Hello Thank you guys Hello 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 Hello? Hello? Is the echo on? (laughs) Vinny still says hello (laughs) Alright, let's fade it out does anyone want to tell an embarrassing story about getting? <laughs> I like talking to the dogs. Take a deep breath, That's everybody. Nice. Stop.
3: Where'd you start comedy? Did I ask uh, you this? I did it a little bit in college in Columbia, Missouri. Columbia, Missouri. Yeah, is there ever, a club you there? You ever worked Deja Vu? Comedy? No. no, it's closed. Is uh, <laughs> <We're> that's <just, sorry. laughs> no, not your fault? Uh, is it? Um, no, <laughs> I, 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 I was there. What the was your last Thursday week. like? Yeah. What that were the numbers? <laughs> <laughs> Put it all in me. I was there last week outside the building it used to be in, and the it's crowd sad. was thin. <laughs> yeah. Is it sad that it's? Is, is there no, another it's club? Not sad? No, not really. It's a good college town, and could really get one, but I
1: think every that. Is an unmissed market. I have a theory. It's and sheer you can find out with numbers, like you know, like comedy on state. You know the yeah. numbers in that city. Which and,
3: Columbia is basically a sister city of Madison, almost the same numbers uh, all across demographics.
1: I, I w- I'll tell you, I figured it out after many years. I did alter if somebody comes up to me and says, "Hey, I want to open up a club here," I would ask some questions. I'm not just going to be. I would say, "What's the numbers?" Because mm-hmm. I would tell them some other littler cities. If they go, "Oh, we're the same size as that city. We're the same." But I change where it is. Not necessarily. It's a fortune to open it, especially if you're piggybacking on another club. Yeah. Like you. Do you remember the con- the uh, the Laughing Skull in in uh, Atlanta in Atlanta? Yeah that club, I mean, I'm talking about, I'm not saying it's a small price, but it's small compared to businesses. That place already existed. Mm -hmm. Like the Comedy Works, the first club in Philadelphia I worked, it was just a third floor. They used it. Sometimes they didn't use it. Somebody comes to them with a business plan. So there's not
3: infrastructure involved.
1: Right. You get the drinks, and we'll take the door. And I'm sure there's other things they have to agree on. But they don't pay for waitresses. They don't order maraschino cherries. They run a fucking comedy club. And... um. Hold on, I had a thought. I have to finish it, because otherwise I'll feel like, what the fuck did I... Um, and those clubs... That, oh, so a club like that in Atlanta, I think that was like 50000 because he had to go into that room that had tables and chairs, but mm-hmm. fix this, fix the sound system, add some lights. He spent about fifty, which is not crazy. No. But where the money comes in, or 100000 is being able to stay open. I figured it out. For three years, and have quality shows, even when there's 40, 50 people a yeah. show. And consistent... Every, and having curtaining
3: that if there is 40 people, it looks good. It's really wild, but the curtaining is a big deal it's because th- people don't want to go for the first time and feel like they're in a vacant lot. You it, And no one understands
1: it. I'm talking about a business that if you yeah. do that for three years, I think you'd have a 90% success rate. Yeah. 80 to 90% success rate. I really believe that in every market. Yes, there'd be situations where it didn't work, but you have to. I never thought about that to say, do you have the money to open? Even when it's slow up front. Yeah. And because I notice a lot of those clubs in little markets, they tell that story. They go, it was three years in. They weren't really doing great yet. but Because the rent was cheap or whatever the case was, they could keep doing it and doing yeah. it. And then I believe you could have a lot of successful comedy clubs in a lot of cool little cities. Um, and the curtaining. Because you're right. Like, Look, you can't fluff up ten people. No, but you, thirty people in the right situation can be amazing. What people
3: don't understand is Caroline's on Broadway. Does it in the middle of Times Square in Manhattan? They curtain off sections because they can't get numbers. So I don't know why you, people think they're club in the middle of. <laughs> they wherever. don't. I tell you, when, you what it yeah. is,
1: and they maybe if they heard it this way, I always fantasize that the person I get it topically. Like why you don't think I want to sell out? I'm not yeah. spending money, so they think I, I get it. Like from the from the you know guys opening, even if he loves comedy, because I love comedy, I want to do what's right. But I don't. I'm a, now I'm spending money to, for not being sold out. I'm ho, I'm hoping I'm sold out. Yeah. But it might not be in the beginning. And 50 people can leave. And how about when it gets to be 60 and your club holds maybe 150? Mm. 60 people can look fucking amazing. Yeah, it can. 60 people, they can have an experience where it's half dead. Or that 10 minutes from showtime, they open the curtain a little in the back and had to put another table there. That looks cool. Yeah, 60 in a room for
3: 50 that's curtained off feels like the best thing a comedian can do. Right.
1: So that's what I would say in that business plan. I would say don't – I do not feel bad if you go out of business – if you said, Todd said it, I sort of believed him, it made sense. Yeah. And if you do everything I said, but you don't do the curtaining, no, no, you don't have my blessing. Yeah. Because I do believe you could fail. Yeah. That's how fucking important it is to have those, uh, those. I was at a jazz club, and the owner on Sunday night, I've talked about this before, but it was a big deal. It just wasn't as crowded on our last show on Sunday. And I didn't have to ask the guy. He was like, oh, no, we'll, we, uh, we'll take out half the seats. It, it, won't, it won't look like we tried to feather up 20 people. And it was half full, and it looked
3: sold out. Yeah. It's density, like, it is because everyone wants to feel like it's an important thing. If everyone's crammed in, no matter the size that they're crammed into, you know it's funny. You're so right because when I was in when I was in Philadelphia, I used to
1: do this place called PJ Ryan's, and It only holds seventy five people. But when people came and those people were letting out, and there was se- it's only a room that's seventy five, but you're right. It's like yeah, but everyone they're waiting
3: to get in there. That was sort of the magic of that Chelsea UCB venue in New York for a long time. Right, every every show let out and. You're like, did a million people just come? And it's just like 85 kids. Do you know what I mean? But did uh-huh. a million people just come out of there? How do they all fit? In? And then you're in there and you're on top of each other. Yeah. And those are always the best places. It's that density. So, I mean, if someone comes to me and asks how to run a club, it's going to fail because they're asking me. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've seen why one not work great in a place it should have. I, 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 yeah. I have some, ver-
1: you know, I, I think that a lot of times... Look, I'm not saying all the time, but I think doing the way I would do it, it would have a lot to do with treating the comedians. It would have a lot to do with going around, if I was going to open up little niche clubs, going to comedy clubs that have great managers, and quite frankly, stealing Ste- them and giving they're, them They're not pr-
3: going to be mad. It's not your competitor. It's a time zone away. They
1: might be mad. You're taking one of their best employees because you're going to oh, give yeah. him 20%, in 20% of the profits. Then you have a manager that's fucking invested. Yeah. You need that. So with all the things that I'm saying, I think it could be very successful and... Uh, I won't do it, but uh, <laughs> no, I think, yeah, but yeah. if somebody, but there are a lot of people that ask me, would comedians come to this city or Iowa? I
3: go, comedians will go where there's a great market cultivated. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, what makes anything different than Bloomington or Madison or anything right. like that? They're all great places because right. the, the investment. People want, people go out of their way to still go there. Mm-hmm. It's not will people come here? Those places aren't where airports are. Yeah, now right. That's what. That's what. Well, anyway,
1: I'm gonna start and talk about the thing I always talk about. But yeah, I'm going there next week to the act to the attic. Oh yeah, and uh, I'm nice. so excited because I just know time. that it's like you're on the road, but yet you have these these just. I always like I I know hip is such like a overused word, mm, but what I mean word. is some artistic connection doesn't mm. have to be singing or comedian, but like any something you look into the crowd and those crowds are just. But you know what. I don't. Sometimes you think you know what you're talking about. You don't. He's just trained everyone to be nice there. Yeah.
3: Same, but the, what what I really think Jared does a great job of is understanding that everybody can become a a, a fan of comedy like he is, as long as it sort of all goes through the vessel and the view that he has for how what a good room is, and he has a good idea. Exactly. Well said. And and it doesn't like we
1: were just saying about what type of people does it have to be, you you can train everybody even people that I might look at as they're coming in the club and go they don't look like comedy fans you know there's I a know. look you I, I mean I'm guilty of yeah, the same yeah and then and then they can be it, because it's just he just demands it and I I really do think you know what full disclosure I always say this in case someone's listening and thinking about opening up a club that I brought up everything you know and I think what we talked about before about having the money. To also turn away. If you, look, when you're ha- when you're broke and you owe a mortgage and you ha- don't have the proper amount of money saved to continue this business, uh, first of all, not only continue it, but at a continuation, it lets you breathe. Mm-hmm. You have you have if it means getting one more donor, and that money will mean you have time to let this grow. Ask twenty clubs that how long it took, and when all twenty say it's about our third year, our fourth year. You're, I'm not. This is not just an empty promise at the end of it. Overwhelmingly, yeah. if you have the time, to to wait it out it it will happen and but you can't start if if you're broke and you don't have the money you start letting people heckle or maybe they talk a little cuz it's yeah. hard to throw out $500 it's a group of 12 and oh fuck yeah. And you make bad choices, and then you decide you're cultivating
3: the audience that doesn't give a shit about comedy. And then after you start doing that, it starts being the audience that's so getting in for free every night. Right. And right. then those people don't have anything invested in a show. Right. And so there's no, they got no qualms of being against you on something out, and then it just sort of all starts to snowball, and then the comedians yeah. you're booking start to degrade a little Exa- bit Oh, because, because you, you can't afford to get the other people, so then you're bringing in this... This guy or whoever That that doesn't
1: mind people heckling Because he doesn't like his act or or her So they do a lot of crowd work And the owner likes that Because the crowd wants to be involved So you have a comedian that's up on stage And likes the the circus And and then you can sell food And you don't have me up there Telling, you know Hey, can you have your doorman Shush people in the back Even if they uh, And
3: then it seems like It's definitely a short-term bandage To like a knife wound Right. You know what I mean? It's like mm, yes. you're putting uh, a actual Band-Aid on getting shot or something like that, <laughs> where you at first you're like, I'm not bleeding, but then you're just closed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right oh, back nice. with the Tiger Show. Jogalow, um, But yeah, I think they don't know what's at the end of the rainbow. I really do. I think they get nervous. And, and I think they don't have the money saved. And, you know, they start, like you said, you, you just said it brilliantly. That's the way it goes down. Then the acts change. And, yeah. But if you have the money to bring in the good acts and cultivate them, you, you'll cultivate a good audience. And let me tell you something. You'll be open longer mm-hmm. and less fighting, less... The, the, they're just a better group You're weeding out all the people So you're cultivating it You want to be in business There's clubs that are open 30, 40 years yeah. If it's done right and, and, and it takes three years You could be open for a long time So why not be open a long time With better audiences Because they are yeah. They're not that, just better comedy audiences wild. They're nicer to the wait staff People that you demand That they respect the show Like yeah. Jared and, That's all he does On a, I tell everybody Here's how simple it is Why the crowds are great Forget about heckling. Most clubs, no one heckles. Most of the time. Yeah. Mo- when it comes to table talking, ten being the strictest you can be. A lot of clubs are sevens. You mm-hmm. have to reach a certain
3: five. He's a ten. He's a ten. That's that's what the bulk of it, what it has to be. He's a ten. And no he doesn't lie to the crowd about being a ten. He right says up, I'm a ten. Right up front You're on the here video. For the show. It's better if I'm a ten. Mm-hmm. You want me to be a ten. So I'm gonna be a ten. And then when he is like that, everyone is better. Before it, I mean, it's like if they really get these. I did Acme, and it was, uh, I was co headlined with Caleb Simon who very funny, yeah. and we we're both probably a little ahead. Of, clearly, at that we know why we're there. You know what I mean? We're not.
1: We're we're there, we're
3: there earlier than we're headlining in a lot of places. Yeah, and, and where's w- this at? In Minneapolis, Acme. Right. In. Uh, and you're there with who? Caleb Simon mm-hmm. right. And uh, uh, I think it was in one of the Twin Cities. I can't remember. Not St. Paul, but the other one. And, uh, Minneapolis? I want to Minneapolis. Yeah, Minneapolis. Uh, I think it's St. I don't want to say it wrong. You're <laughs> talking about the Acme. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the, it was on the side of that bomb in that Looney Tunes cartoon. I can't remember what it is. Oh. Uh, Acme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> there was a bunch of people out there at the show. And then afterwards, we'd be like, what are you doing here? Like, not in a meal, but like, <laughs> you know, I don't think I have 150 people buying tickets. And, and they were like, oh, we come every time. We don't know who it is. How incredible is that? That they trust a club that hard to be like, every time, and I'm not taking that as a slight for them not knowing who I is. That is their fault. They must not <laughs> follow me on s- Vine. Uh, <laughs> but they're just like, we trust this club to be good.
1: That, that, Lewis said something a long time ago that made sense. And by the way, I like to be very clean with this, with this, with this thought. If you're a club and you're in uh, one of the big improvs, and every week you have a 500-seat room, and you can find acts that draw 500 people, and that works for you. There can be more than one business model. Mm -hmm. But there is. when I talk about this business model that I'm talking about, like in every city, I picture it that um, it's like uh, you just said as far as... um, I hate when I get lost... As far
3: as uh, what were you just saying? Acme? Talking about people. Just oh, that they come out know. to yeah, see yeah, people. Yeah.
1: It's not me. I'm not a person that says like, oh, everything back then was b- bad because Acme still does that. Yeah. But it is it is something that Lewis explained. What that means is that they have to trust your sense of comedy. They mm-hmm. can come one time and it's not great. They'll still trust you if overwhelmingly it's good. Yeah. The, so he goes, I'm not going to mention a name. He goes, that's why on a week, if you want to brand your club where they'll trust you, and by the way. Full disclosure, he said, some of those acts are really cheap. They're just as good. They're just as good then when three years later when they're famous and now they're household names. They Mm -hmm. were just as good when they were here. You can come see them at a relatively cheap price because they're not expensive yet, but they're still fucking amazing. But you have to brand your club that they trust you. He goes, therefore, when there's a week that's dead, yeah, I want to bring in an act that will pack it. Yeah. But how many times can I do that before then I can't get them to come out to see a show when they don't know who it is? Yeah. So you're branding people. Someone else down the street can bring in acts that they like, but he brings in acts that you slowly learn. Yeah, you, if you don't love comedy, he, he, he has cultivated a, a really not just an audience that comes in to eat food but really likes to see new comedy and they're supportive and, and it's and it's different. And he's proved that just because you give someone a free ticket, because I don't mind if somebody can the club makes their money on the food and drinks and yeah. that night they can wave the cover and that you doesn't mean they have to shit on the show. It's like Lewis says indirectly, oh I'll, I'll give you a free ticket you're, you're gonna buy two drinks and that's okay maybe you'll even come back when, when it's a regular place. Yeah. I'll let you in for free but no 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 you will fucking pay attention to the show right And 30 25 30 years of doing that he can have almost on a slow night paper half the house and you don't know it. yeah I mean that's that's beautiful
3: hmm. That's that's just because people all trust it. They trust them, yeah.
1: And I think that's a business model that a lot of people have to understand. That's an important thing. If you want that, if you go, oh, no, uh, even at a 250 seat club, uh, um, now of the type of acts that can sell out five shows a week, 250. That's not a lot of acts. No. If you think you can get it, then this business plan isn't for you. But if you go, no, I guess that's what you want to do. Have people come when they don't know who the acts are and uh there's a place in palm beach a long time ago called the comedy corner same thing like they just people think florida is like dumb crowds or you know whatever just because there's dumb clubs mm-hmm. but comedy corner was great yeah
3: mitch hedberg would work there all the time and uh and uh, me <laughs> it's sort of like i think about how in we're in like los angeles and new york all the good you want to be the good show that night you know how there's like an alt show every night that's the thing to do that <laughs> night or the thing at that place the comedy clubs in these small cities that don't have something like that every night you want to be the place they go for this thing right. you don't want to be like a place we go for a night out you want to be the place they go to this thing yeah
1: right exactly and that's great. I love giving him kudos because I really respect uh, Yeah, I really it's it's makes you it makes me hope I'm good. You know what it does? And it makes me better. You know why? Cuz I think <laughs> yeah. I hope they like me. I They've know. proven themselves yeah. to be great. So, I can't be like getting up. I'm not saying I can't have a tough crowd, but they prove to be brilliant audiences, so it makes me want to be at my best when I'm there. I want to perform. And if everyone's
3: putting in the effort, you want to go up and, and put in the effort. But if it's like everyone seems dragged into the situation and you're there filling in. For, right. Like I've I don't want to I've filled in. I, when I first started headlining, a decent amount of like what I was doing was clearly people at the same agency as me had bailed last minute, and I was close or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? And sometimes you go and you are like, no one wants to be here. What am I doing? And then it it influences your act, and you are just up on stage yeah. and you are like looking at a clock or something. Yeah.
1: Same thing with the green room. I always told Mark, you know, don't turn it into a storage closet. Like that's where they're sitting before the yeah. show. Helium. They do a good job. All their green rooms are super nice. And anyway, um. Take a deep breath. <sighs> Can you sing at all?
3: Um, not not. I used to be a choir kid, but not too see. much anymore.
2: Could you flip that AC on?
1: Are you? Uh, I'm going to turn it on anyway. But it's I'm, whatever I'm curious. You want. Yeah, I'm all right. yeah. How you doing, John?
2: Good, good. Can I make a shout out to really? Rachel, a f- podcast fan? Oh yes, yeah, she, she, uh, she brought us jelly bean. she brought us she brought us licorice, uh, Skittles.
1: She brought us Skittles. Whenever I'm doing, you want to play guess the flavor of a Skittle later? Yeah, I would love that. Um, I I don't want to touch them with my hands, so I ask people. So hers has a little magnet scoop. Mm-hmm. So when you when you close up the jar, glass jar, you see Skittles in there. Plus they look so fucking cool. Like Skittles are artistic almost out. They're like fucking bursting with flavor. There's a color,
3: I They mean. got a lot going on with candy. As dumb as that sounds, <laughs> it sounds like I'm the highest I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really revolutionary the amount of flavors they got going on with all these things and they change it and I'm not sounding less high with the more details. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> Who would have thought this story wasn't details away from being better?
2: But it was very cool. Uh, Rachel was at the Andy Frasco
3: backyard party. That oh, I was at that. Kyle yeah, was yeah, yeah. That was really
2: cool. There was like a backyard
3: party in the hill or the valley rather. It was a And I mean this in a in a a positive, beloved way. It was the most L.A. thing I've ever been a part of. It was because it was a valley backyard concert party that's been going on 15 years or whatever (laughs) with bands and a pool, and it's the most. It's in Encino. Yeah. And here's everyone's phone number who was there. No, And it, is, it was the most <laughs> L.A. Thing, I, thing I've ever felt in my life. And there everyone was, was super happy and excited to be there. How many people were there? Like 120 people were there in someone's yard yeah. and pool. And, and there's jumping a P- in big and out. PA system set up. Big setup? Setup. PA system. Yeah, it's system. like
2: a half, half court, basketball court yeah. that set up on. Yeah, Frasco destroyed it. It was so cool.
3: Yeah, it was real fun. Wow. it's fun to watch people see that band for the first time yeah. and they kind of lumber out like a weird little uh, <laughs> cornucopia <laughs> and of then bizarros. All of like, what the and fuck? then you're like, is this five virtuosos going crazy? <laughs> and then even like, they're greater than the sum of their parts. Yep. And it's real fun to watch. It is. It really is. I went,
1: you know what I liked when I went to uh, the, uh, where'd we go in LA? We went to the Fonda. Went to the Fonda and I love that room. Let me tell you yeah. something. Every single thing that I liked about that place didn't happen accidentally. Someone who owns it, but the, the hallways where you walked in were dark. Yeah. It, when you went into the theater, pe- theater well, people were waiting before the show started. Most places would go, yo, we're going to lower the lights. But it wasn't an accident. Someone there knew specifically this. Even while they're fucking waiting, you know, yeah. it can be sexy. Yeah. And it was. And the music was great. I went up the stairs. The bathrooms. I'm going to say, if you have rundown bathrooms, just keep them dark and you just clean. Yeah. I go in there. I go, are you shitting me? And dark clean. There's Someone manned them all night long. I noticed the building wasn't brand new, but the
3: carpeting throughout was, which really makes a place look tended to. Yeah, I mean, if you, you got to feel like even from a business standpoint, people are going to buy more drinks if it seems like the show's happening the whole time. Yeah. Versus if you're standing around in a gymnasium. Right. Waiting <laughs> for them to lower right. the lights. And that's
1: a pretty room. So if the lights were up, it would, especially when a room doesn't yeah. have a lot of character, yeah. let them sit. And then all the way up on the third floor, they have an outdoor area. With with uh, uh, AstroTurf all over, yeah. and people are up there. we were smoking pot. There's a bar up there. Yeah. Uh, the performers go up there, and we saw Andy there. And because my friend, <clears throat> he has a cast, we had to. We went into the balcony because we were on the first floor. They gave us even two
3: chairs, and we moved right up front in front of the speakers. Yeah. But people stand in front, and both of us. That's agreed. very considerate of him to put that cast on, so you have better seating. Oh, at sure. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said it was great. The first, one I had the chairs. I thought this is oh my God, I'm gonna get to do like be near all the
1: energy because I want to be on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. But sitting and then people stood in front and we both agreed we're not gonna be the people that say, oh, we can't see. So we went up to the balcony Mm -hmm. and I'm glad I had that experience because first of all they were alive, so alive up there. I couldn't believe it. It was not a dead balcony. But we looked down and saw not just a slice of the show, like when you're up front, but the magnitude of it. And it is fuck when he when he gets into that crowd.
3: Oh my god, that's stirring up a lot of. It. It's a revival. Yeah. That's uh their their live shows are real fun. You don't see no matter the I open for them for a little bit in like uh, sh- like crappy rooms in the Midwest and uh, Andy's very bad at bringing up. A com- you ever open for music <laughs> and they they like are not good. You train like, them, though? Can you I mean, train I, them? As much as you can train Andy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, "Look, next time you have to say something." That's where we started. He was just—he's like, go up there. I'm like, this is going to be terrible. Because they're, they're a party band, and people who are there don't have to pay attention. until yeah. it starts. So I go up and just bomb and trying to get people's attention. And then I was like, you have to go up. You, Andy, have to go up. He's playing like NBA 2K or whatever on his PlayStation. I'm like, you have to go up and say, this is my friend. He is a comedian. We love him. You guys cool. You want to listen. Ahead. And so he's like, all right, got it, got it, got it. And the next time he goes up, he's like, we thought it'd be funny to have a com- comedian,
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: and I go up and just fucking bomb oh. again. Well, I want to show you what he. Needs. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because <laughs> this is sort of what, uh, uh, even if they don't want to go out, what like Jack, Jack Black or um, uh, or Dave Cross, like when I would open for them, sometimes they would introduce me from the back. Yeah, and it's this helps, but it would always be like something like. All right, this is a... And by the way, it's self-serving right now for me to say this. I'm honored that they were kind enough to go out there and do this. But it did fucking help. Yeah. It really did help. And he would go, all right, this is a treat. This is not some guy that you talk while he's up there. This is something while I know you're waiting that would be cool to do rather than just sitting in a room. It's a treat. I brought him with me. And then yeah. they really and then the lights would go down not when he got up there but he would be like no the lights go down when when we bring up Todd that's how the house goes about yeah. the, about 90
3: and then yeah. for him
1: same thing with Jim. I
3: mean, it's such a help and its I don't hold against Andy because yeah, he's never really done it before. And, and it's he Andy. would do
1: it if you told him again, and he, he would get yeah, it better. And then better. Then it was—it
3: slowly, incrementally got better until it was <laughs> almost okay by the end of the tour. And <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. And funny it's funny to you know, have a comic. You you then, legitimize and, but you. then you're up there bombing, you see Andy and Sean laughing on the side and you're like, this is just as fun as if I was killing with these people <laughs> huh? who hate me. <laughs> Did you ever have shows
1: that were really fun?
3: Yeah, like uh, a couple of them were really, really fun, like uh, we did one in Kansas and the final four, of the basketball tournament or something was going on. And so I just sort of started talking about that. And then you start to slowly get people and, and you have a really good time. And then Andy would bring me up to like sing and embarrassing and, and stuff like that. But I mean, they're so fun. Their audience is incredible. And if you get those people paying attention, they really like you. It's just yeah. a matter of if they're filtering in and drinking, they think you're an insane person who took the microphone. <laughs> uh, cause Andy's over there laughing at your bomb. <laughs> Uh, and I'll lean so in. You know, I don't hate bombing. <laughs> uh, at this point, it would be weird if I did. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's it's fun, and so then sometimes it's fun to do it with that stuff too.
1: All I want, he said, he'd let me do this, and I asked him after this last time because I didn't know, I didn't because he wasn't, he wasn't, uh, he was opening for. Uh, who was he opening for, John?
5: Uh, bluegrass, Green Sky. Blue. Uh, green Sky, Bluegrass.
1: So I didn't green. ask him, but I just want to go out, even with if it's behind a keyboard that's not on. Yeah. Black. Just wear my glasses and you just just be behind a keyboard or a guitar. The whole show never say anything. Or come out as the conductor. Literally... Like not over the top Or they'd believe it Like it's obvious I go to a podium I'm dressed But yeah. you know nothing And then After one count Maybe Or after like Maybe after their first song They go into the next song That's it I don't do a thing I let it And then Right at the next song I just I pitch this to them I go I get mad Because they're not following me You don't follow me You don't fuck <laughs> it You don't think You think it's a joke Your audience thinks I'm a joke You can all go fuck yourself I walk off And they just start the next song
3: That's so fun Just move past it We got to I was on a boat with them Like a music cruise Did you go on that last? One? No, not the last one. The year, the rock, boat the year before, and uh, it was like a bunch of band. I, it was, but I didn't know a ton. of them, but It was very fun, and they let me bring them up like they were the '90s Chicago Bulls every show. So I played like da 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 da, and gave them all like really really long intros and everything. And sometimes like five people liked it. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just sort of like. Uh, Everyone really wants them to get out there. Uh, <laughs> it's exciting, <laughs> but it's so fun because they love it so much uh, that who cares? Because you're having fun with these guys you like and this band that you like.
1: It is fun. It is comforting with someone off to the side of the stage that knows, loves you, and you're not having a good set in their lap. Oh, thing. I
3: mean, I did this. I I, used, I like for a little bit. this like open for Janine Garofalo, and she was very good about the intro. Like. Mm-hmm so good and then one show was just really, it was like a late show somewhere she's like I don't have a late show audience you know what I mean she's like my audience goes to sleep and this is kind of a little rough And then she was. It wasn't even a stage where there was really a side. It was like a. It looked like she was next at the open mic. Like especially for how many (laughs) notes she carries. Like watching me, and I'm just like really struggling, and she's laughing, and it's just so much better. It's kind of fun to do a show for your friends sometimes, even if the audience isn't there.
1: Sometimes, uh, in the past, I could think of the most notorious that was fun. It was also fun to watch him kill too. It wasn't like, but Kevin Meaney when he was having when the crowd wasn't into it could be. I don't know. It, 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 maybe it's a one-inch, maybe it's a smidget
3: funnier yeah. than what he was destroying. Cause. It's, like, selfish, selfish in a good pleasure. way for us as comedians to be like, I love watching my friend eat shit up there <laughs> because it's so much. I mean, at that Life is Beautiful festival, they weren't into Rory at first. And on the stage is, like, too big, like, it's mostly people on drugs. And it's daytime still, so they came into the air conditioning. And it's, like, they got, like, big statues of dogs up there. And then he's kind of people just don't know what's happening. And then he comes, and then he just starts talking to the dogs, and only doing a set to like these Egyptian dogs. <laughs> yeah. And then when people would laugh, he'd be like, he be like, "Shut your fucking mouth! I'm talking to fucking dog. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!" Shut up. The dog liked me from the start, and like just starts, and then it just starts murdering. But he doesn't let them enjoy the murder in the right way. So he's like, anytime they start to laugh, he'd be like, "Shut up! Shut up!" <laughs> oh, and that becomes like church now. Yeah, yeah, and then at that point, you're just like, oh yeah, it is like church. It's the hardest. You know, everyone's, yeah. everyone's hanging on everything. We did a fun. week
1: a long time ago where we decided to just take the middle, the, op- the opener. The, back when I had was still had three-person shows at comedy clubs, we took the opener, the middle, the headliner money, and we just collect, got it, and we mm-hmm. split it. If there were any bonuses, we'd split them yeah. so we could just work together. And uh, it was so much fun. Uh, we flipped a few times, you know which way yeah, we yeah. went. And but Rory, like, it would start busting tables while I was while I was <laughs> doing my act, <laughs> and it was so funny. It was it so, funny. so good. And just, then if
3: you're genuinely having a nice time, everyone's gonna be more on board. with it, And they weirder. know it's real. They know yeah. you're not
1: faking it. Because sometimes I even say it. I go, folks, just so you know, like we don't. It's not like we do the same. It would, you're not going to come back tomorrow. That would be nauseating. I, yeah. I don't know what he's going <laughs> to do. You know. Plus, he'd have to fill out a
3: W two and stuff if he starts <laughs> busting tables two nights and uh, punching listen. in. Uh,
1: that uh, we went to. So we went to Vegas to Jimmy Kimmel's new comedy club.
3: Yeah, I heard a few people talking about.
1: And this. it was it was really a, a lot of fun. The backstage was really cool. Like they had like. I'd never been to a backstage that had a full bar. Yeah. And, you know, no one really took advantage of it that much. There was a refrigerator filled with beer and stuff. And they even sort of like went, take it up to your room. Like, you want to bring a few beers up to your room. So we did. Yeah. 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 I and took
2: jo- advantage of that bar. I would drink a whole bottle of Fiji water and then I'd fill it up with Grey Goose. <laughs> Damn. It was, it was like you're nice sneaking
3: it on a field trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, it then, was, and then
2: by the end of the week, I just had like, nine Fiji bottles in my room with just droplets of... <laughs> <laughs>
1: droplets of grape. And the housekeeper stole one of the waters, and we saw her drunk out down the <laughs> <laughs> lobby. She goes, I just... All I had was a Fiji water today. Uh, I was from so dehydrated, room. I chugged this Fiji water. Yeah. <laughs> John was great. John was in the band at the keyboards and iPad, and then I had a sax player, and we had drums, Luke, and then uh, we had uh, a Duncan, my friend Duncan. And um, so they came Friday night. It's a lot of work. They set up and they shot a little bit of it. And then they'll air that on Kimmel Down the yeah. Road, like live from the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club.
3: That's super cool. I but mean, it's nice when something's put together by someone who knows and cares about the people performing.
1: They, they were great. You tell. Yeah, they were great. That and let me cool. do the show yeah. with the band. Because I was like, when, I, when they said we're going to shoot you, I go, I'm going to have the band there all week. And they started first asking about, you know, what about airfare for everybody? I go, no, no, no. Well, I'll just rent a Suburban. I'm, I'm there all week. I was like, if you don't want it, that's fine. But I'm doing it all week. Yeah. So, so that show that you're recording, uh, and then said, okay. So they said it looked really good, like the the tight band doing all their bits, and they're that's in fun. a lot. They're in almost every single bit. That's fun. So uh, it, they, it, they we just nailed it. It was like so smooth. We went over rehearsal. Yeah, and John was fucking great. Thank you.
5: You are good.
3: Who did better?
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, Duncan. <laughs> Sometimes I tell him to get angry because I think it makes me laugh, but I realize we all have our throats. Yeah. But like, I, you know, and I'll be like, just get so well, angry. Also,
2: like, you'll get caught up in it. Now, I don't know if you realize that, like, we just did one and we're about to go into another one. I know. And you're like, By get way,
1: angrier. <laughs> can I tell you? I thought about moving those around because there's three yells. I That's- think I've
2: seen. I think I saw you in the fly, like on the fly, like purposely. Put a buffer. I, in I between. put a buffer. Yeah, in there. God, that's so funny. Yeah. And I could remember what it was. because it was kind of like, yeah, it was kind of like, what was it? What? I, I I don't remember, but it was in between. Uh, <laughs> no, it was in between. Kind of like gibber. It was kind of like jibri- gibberish <laughs> like in a way. <laughs> no, I'll
1: tell you. what I well, distinctly remember
3: what it is, unless no, you ask no. me one more time what it is. I
1: said I remember where it was. <laughs> okay, where
3: it was. Where it was. How dare you? Uh, How dare you? That's
1: so funny. Um, it was in between. Um, the exterminator bit yeah. and then melted
2: suits and ties. Yeah. And then you're like, you knew, well, I knew you knew cause you saw, you looked at an audience guy and you're like, Oh, this guy just realized all the bits with the bands are the same. <laughs>
1: I, go, I go,
2: look at this guy. He just figured it out. Oh my God, honey. All their
1: bits are the same. So I went, I had thought about it and then I gave it. In- <laughs> That's so funny, John,
3: very intuitive of you. I like the... Oh, that's so <laughs> funny. I love people getting it for the first... I did this thing called... The, the place called DC Comedy Loft in DC. And... Uh, uh Oh, that's great. It was really good. Isn't it upstairs? In there's the upstairs in and I was the downstairs. Okay. Frequently, it's just a good rule of thumb. If there's an upstairs and a downstairs, I'm performing in the downstairs. <laughs> Why? Is it better? Uh, it's smaller. And um, the person upstairs was a youtube person or something i don't remember their name and and it kept happening where their audience would leave and they'd be like you can go downstairs for free if you want it's more of a stand-up guy and i kept the shows were all pretty packed because that's a really good place mm. and they do a good job they do and then there'd be people sort of filtering in as the feature was on mm-hmm. who were people who look like because the shows are tiered who look like and there were these group of russians who had never seen comedy before <laughs> and not even like i like you've never seen stand up and they're like we didn't understand you could intentionally go for laughs like that's how like sad <laughs> they were from uh, siberia which almost is sounds like a, a prank and they came down and watched the whole show and they came to every show the whole weekend they, the were they whole, good? They were great audience. The whole they would come, and then by the end they were like, "You talk about a lot of the same stuff." <laughs> and I was like, "Did you think I did a whole new hour oh. every single time?" And they're like, "No, it's fun to hear it again because sometimes you don't do it very good." And I'm like, "Maybe you don't talk <laughs> 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 But they just they went to they went from zero comedy to five shows in two in three days and got to like. They now they they understand the art form yeah, now and they, the nuance. Here's of the, whole the problem. Thing. You know, someone said that
1: a long time ago about when your friends come out early on in your career. That's why you want to hope you bring them when it's a good show. They think that's what you do. Even at my point of my career, if if my parents came out to a show or my brother, yeah. and it just was that weird crowd that night. You know, not me blaming the audience when they shouldn't be blamed. Whatever it was, the collective audience that yeah. night. My brother never knew how. He's the one who told me this, and then he stayed. He's him and his wife come out to my show a ton but they never stay for the second show yeah they leave one time my brother did and he goes i never realized it could be that different he goes i just thought the first show that's where he must be at right now in his in his growth oh his, yeah maybe he's you know he's not like as sharp as he was last year or
3: something like that
1: no m- m- the first show being bad meaning yeah, yeah. Okay. you know like that maybe for some reason maybe i'm not as sharp maybe yeah. like you go through periods up the and then he has no oh no the next show, so so if he didn't stay to the next show, he'd think, oh, that's what he's going to do in Chicago, yeah, and that's what he's going to do when he goes that's to. That's his you know, year will be like. That's that. what his year's like, or yeah. maybe he'll get out of that or whatever, and then he stays for the late show and he's like,
3: oh wow, I go yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah, it's more like drugs than they think, <laughs> <laughs> like it's more immediate and 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 hyper ups and hyper downs and stuff like that than people generally
6: think. What? Chug love, chug love. Wow. Oh, this da, is chick a boom.
1: Burn,
3: burn bone, wow.
1: What do you think? Let's do it again. Say something and then we'll just go off. i like to produce the show nicely. Watch this. Just say. Yeah. And that's know, where my I, mother And whatever. that's sort of that's sort of where she did get that hat. It's a Todd Glass show, ladies and gentlemen. Kyle Ayers is our guest for the whole night. <clears <clears <throat> Can you what time? How long have we been going, Aristotle? <clears throat> How long do you think we've an, been an writing? hour and 5 minutes. <laughs> Close, hour and 7. Wow. You have anything you Let's plug your podcast. Here. Yeah, okay.
3: What's it called again? It's called Never Seen It. And I got comedians re- rewrite movies they've never seen and we read them It was pretty fun. It's also on Starburns. Starburns Audio. Starburns Audio. The audio. audio.
1: Your Starburns
3: Audio. Starburns Audio. I had this fun game on my podcast called Will the Sponsor Do a Second Episode? And very frequently, (laughs) no. Oh, I can't believe I didn't sell any TiVo's. Sorry if. Okay, we try to talk about it. Uh,
1: we we do. Remember, we used to go in auditions. They would go make it fun. You're like, I can't make the Ajax
3: ad fun. <laughs> yes, oh, that's so funny. We're like, do it like you really like this I don't. product, and you're like ah, but you don't like it, and you're yeah. here hiring me.
1: Uh, why don't we take a little break? Go to the. I I could go to the bathroom, I could do that. and I might even make a cup of coffee Ooh. with some Jack Daniel's in it. No. I already have my drink. Uh, this so tea
3: whiskey thing was better than I thought it was. It was okay, right? <laughs> <laughs> we were like so we, short. We,
1: we never were in, talked about it inside. We were inside and I didn't have any coke. I go, What do you think of iced tea? Yeah. And I say he goes, well, I'll try it. I go, How bad could it be? And I didn't we even both, think about it. I, I liked either. it. It was so good. With whiskey? Yeah. Yeah. What kind of tea? Uh, the the can, the big what are they called? The big tall that cans? Arizona iced tea. Arizona iced Gosh. tea. Right, Aristotle. What do you? What would you play if you were on that board right now? Uh, John left the room, by the way. Well,
0: what would I play, or what will play if I press a button randomly?
1: Like what? 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 What just happened? My headsets went out. Did oh, really? mine just
0: got uh, quieter. Really? Yeah. I think maybe. That I don't. I don't know. Hello. That's. That's a you problem. I don't know. Hey, watch your mouth.
1: <laughs> God damn Hold on, we're good. I like being calm. I used yeah. to be afraid to be calm. It's all right to go to a break. We're going to calm down. We're going to go to a break. When we come back, I want to do something.
3: I want to listen to a song. Every once in a while, my watch will tell me to breathe. <laughs> what? It's, Mine like, too. it's like you need to breathe, and it's kind of embarrassing. Just to, but breathe. Oh, it, because it like reminds me too.
1: <laughs> wow. So for, for learning better breathing exercises. Yeah, it's like
3: just take a minute and just breathe. It does the same thing where it's like you should really stand up. really for one minute yeah good it's like at first i thought it was accusatory but it's actually very (laughs) nice and reminds me i'm like i haven't taken a full breath today or something (laughs) like that Good, good, for you. Watch. I don't want to mm-hmm. tell you guys what brand it is. I don't want to. <laughs> no, upgrade. what is it? Like, it's what is Apple Watch. It's an Apple. <laughs> yeah. Watch?
1: Hey, those things are great. You <laughs> they know, they do a good job. I, I, you know what I mean? Like things that can help you remember to walk or do this. Like that's basically through technology yeah. teaching you good old fashioned yoga. I think it, it is. is just to breathe. You know, and, and it then eventually, stupid
3: at first, I just had to get over the fact that I just need to learn to <laughs> be to a breathe. better person. <laughs> oh. and like like like, what's they call it? Self care. <laughs> what does that mean? Where you. Uh, are taking time for something specifically for you, like sort of like a meditation, or a, I, I, maybe self-care is like masks. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean like Halloween masks, but like
1: I know, <laughs> let me ask you a question. I know this sounds like maybe a little bit. It's a specific question. Yeah. Let's say hypothetically, mm-hmm. uh, you uh, you what would you, you your whatever your dream career would be. Mm-hmm. You have it if it means being on the road as a touring stand or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and you're comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. And you, uh, you have money to. Money's not an issue anymore. Now, that doesn't mean if it's all, you know, that doesn't mean there aren't other issues. You can have money and still have issues. So, but that's out of the way. Mm-hmm. How happy do you think you could be from a scale from one to 10? Uh, How dare Vinny yawn during like my a- great interviewing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a great interviewer, you fuck. <laughs> you two fucking fucking pay attention to my great interview. If
3: he yawns again, we're going to cut the cast off early. Yeah.
1: Uh <laughs> <laughs> want to smoke some dope? John, did you have fun in Vegas? Was it? Was it a? Was a, uh? That that was a cool thing, right?
2: Dude, that was really fucking cool.
1: Uh, no, no, I just make talk closer to your mic.
2: I was trying to.
1: Oh, I that's okay. A bunch
2: of <laughs> uh, I, I have a him. bunch of
1: pot in my lap. He does, and you know what? That's not the first thing time he's ever said that.
2: Uh, from start to end, it was such a fucking fun experience. I we drove up there together in a suburban. Yeah, fucking brand new club treated us like rock stars they really Craft did services took advantage of that yeah that uh, <laughs> yeah really like try to not i ate a whole week off of that it yeah back great. backstage every night
1: they had this one guy jay and he took care of us backstage whatever we wanted to eat from downstairs the bar going into the place because uh, you go in on the first level off like a promenade type of a street and the bar is where was it at? in vegas where it was uh, the name uh, of the at place, the link you know? Okay. but on their outdoor promenade with stores yeah. and stuff and bars. and I love it. And it, you go in, the bar is like not retro like Vegas retro. It looks like a really cool 60s jazz oh, club. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Tons of comfortable sofas all over the place. Yeah. Also, tons of tables with six chairs around them. A table there with eight chairs around them. A table there with six chairs. And not... Tables like at a bar. Tables like you would have at your house.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, tables I like... like ta-
1: it, furniture you would have at your house. Sofas mm. you would have at your house. A gorgeous bar. And then up this really cool staircase. And then upstairs is the comedy club. And you enter. And they have a curtain halfway through. And uh, they did yeah. a lot right. They have one thing we'll talk about later that, uh, that they need to change. But... They have a great manager on site who gets comedy and cares yeah. about. She was so smart. She goes, I need to dirty up the green room. Now, normally I wouldn't b- agree with that, but, she, but it's so corporate. It's so Vegas that she's right. She goes, yeah, that's why I told everyone. Put their stickers on the door. We have to. Oh, yeah, normally yeah. I wouldn't yeah. like that, but she's right. Dirty it like up. Punk give it a soul. It a little bit. Yeah. Give yeah. it sand the stiffness off of it. That'll
3: happen with time.
1: Well, she, bought, she saw I brought in Christmas lights. I just bring in like two piles of them and plug them in and maybe to, so we could that's shut great. off the overhead yeah. lights. And then she goes, I bought two little lamps today. Because she liked that. I'm like, being I love you. Being you open know. to stuff like that exactly. is a great thing, too. It, it's like a comedian. It's the same thing. It's, forget about people that, that you don't think have any promise. The the downfall of even a club owner that has a lot of promise, he gets into it and he's good. And, he, and you think, this guy's going to do well. Yeah. Same thing with a comedian. You have to see him early on. Two years in, you're like, wow, they're fucking great. And then they hit a wall yeah. because they can't implement. They, don't, they, 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 they can't blame themselves ever. Right. Every everything is you know not their fault ever. Yeah, you can't
3: grow. Which is crazy. It's kind of good to be wrong. Then you get way better at something you didn't know you were doing wrong.
1: And you, by the way, my dad used to say something like, if, "If you're wrong, if it's your fault. Hey, if it's not your fault, sometimes it's important to defend yourself, especially if you're in a relationship." Even that old joke. You know how you're happy, you just, your wife's always right. Well, that that's actually not a healthy way because yeah. you have a right to take a camping trip, <laughs> right. and if she's being unfair yeah. or the other
3: way around, so no. You, it, you know how you're happy internalize decades of <laughs> sadness. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you'll lash yeah. out to someone who didn't have it coming because topically it'll make somebody <laughs> happy. Um, but um, uh, 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 the uh, you talking about being open to change and stuff like that. Yeah, being that?
1: open, being open to change. That clubs, you know, the same thing. They have to be open and grow and learn about new things, and and that and the same thing that'll make them both hit a wall. They just oh, because what I said is when she brought the lamps in some clubs wouldn't because you're butting heads with what they think with what yeah. they did and what you're suggesting they do. Right. So instead of just going, "Oh, that's actually a good idea." You know, yeah. she
3: went out and, and goes, that's literally the only thing, a lamp is $8. Do you know what I mean? It's not like you're asking them to install a flat screen TV mounted in the corner shoved into the wall. You're it's like you're just like this lighting's nice. Exactly. And, calms people and if down.
1: somebody wants the overhead lighting on, of it's course fair. they put it on. Yeah. Most people are going to turn on two
3: lamps. Yeah. You know, but we had
1: it so nice backstage it was such you know what I was with John Bram Wagner I was with Duncan uh, Carey and then I was with Vinny and then uh, Jack Hackett who was a newer comedian was there my friend Chip Chantry and my friend from he plays sax on the show sometimes Alex Young and then Luke who plays drums it's absurd at this point what is Luke's last name? Aiton Luke Aiton and Luke uh, was there and he played drums and we drove up with Luke me and John and Vinny and not every, I've been around people that are fun before, but the new thing that I like to say everybody had a wonderful temperament. Just, just everybody got along. Everybody could mix and match no matter who you were next to. You didn't yeah. care in line. You didn't have to, ooh, let me get up there. Everybody had a wonderful temperament and it made hanging out just pure joy. It was such yeah.
3: a great week. That's good if you can make the downtime oh, as good God. as the show.
1: That's everything.
3: Yeah. That's everything. All right.
1: Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We've been gone about an hour, right? Hour 18. <laughs> an hour 18. And we'll just take a break and come back and go to close. Is that cool? Yeah. We'll go to like a, you know, like a. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, what should we play to go to close?
2: We've got a few things we haven't played
1: yet. And I want to come back and play a song that I just want everyone to hear. Is that okay? The next thing you'll hear after we're going to say we're going to be back, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to be oh, we're going to be back. And then you'll hear everybody in the room go, and then the next thing you're going to hear is us back and you're going to be listening to a song that I'm going to let breathe but
2: how about we go out to this
1: I'm Scat. Ah, Kyle Ayes everybody yeah we'll be back wrapping up the show with the Tagless big wrap up show of the century We can come right now and me talking about live. People, what, what's live? They, they heard that break. Something happened. They heard a song. Whatever happened, we took a break. They came back, and the first thing they heard was me going, yeah, live from Honolulu. What, what's live from Honolulu? This is Elvis Presley, baby. What now, my love? may pretend to get into it, like he's in front of us.
6: Now that you love me, how can I live? To another day Watching my dreams Turn into ashes And all my hopes Into bits of clay Once I could see Once I could feel I am now. i become unreal. I walk the
1: night. Do we, do we keep going or what? I don't know. I get nervous. It's
3: really nice. Probably okay. not. Uh, okay. What?
6: Whoa. My soul.
1: I think it needed that. <laughs> I want to. I want to whistle in the song tomorrow night, Bobby. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Can we fade that in a little featherier? you know Uh, what I mean like at the end it's all that beauty and then it just boom so I'll I'll shut up now now. and we'll just come in applauding (laughs) Uh. wow I love that we let that breathe I love that we let what now I wish I I meant to ask I want to sing so
0: bad you do do you listen or anybody in this room listen to Orville Peck Watch your mouth. Oh oh my God. God. Um, he's so um, good. You're gonna <laughs> love it. That's that's oh yeah.
1: Oh, I I liked it. It's so good. Can, can, oh we, uh, can you? I want to hear a song right now, and then we'll talk a little, and we're gonna say like goodnight Right now? Yeah. Or yeah. Like, like no, like, like let's enjoy it. He oh
3: winked right when he didn't say anything.
1: Well, maybe we don't. Does anybody? It's hard to ask that. No one wants I to be honest. To it.
0: It's very good. Let's like hear it.
1: Let's hear a little bit of it.
3: OR, let me know when you're ready. ORV, okay.
1: John, anybody you want to say hi to?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Good timing.
1: After this, after this, John Brand is going to say hi to some friends. The
4: sun goes down another dreamless night. You're right by my side. You Wake me up, you say it's time to ride In the dead of night, strange canyon road Strange look in your eyes You shut them as we fly As we fly
5: Out in the
1: Batman, Miss. I had such aspirations, but uh, it didn't all follow through. I uh, do want to come up with something for the live band. I'm I'm not even joking around. Let me put. What'd you back think up. of Orville Peck? Oh, that That's
3: was really great. nice.
0: That and was you, Aristotle. <laughs> I am Orville Peck. Yes. I'm oh, glad wow. you. Uh, thank That's you. It's an, an
3: anagram. An anagram.
1: Uh, swaying us back into talking about that because it's like if if something you really liked, you would not just play it and then continue your show. That was really great and. We saw a video of him, and you can either sell it or you can't. So he's the one that wears the black mask. He wears, like, a Lone Ranger mask with, like, stuff, uh, fringe. I think you can tell he's good-looking underneath it. I I watched a few times, and sometimes you can tell, which is even better. It's not like, you know. He's, like, like,
0: like, full country cowboy.
3: I always wonder about the people with, like, a mask or, like, a real look, like... Did you wear that at Mike's? You know what I mean? Like, when he went to open mic to get better? (laughs) Did he wear it? And, like, were you coming up in the mask? Because it's got to be, if you're one of, like, I mean, if you're one of, like, 30 music acts on, like, some weird bringer show and you come out in the mask, it's either going to really work or really not work. It's a swing.
1: Yeah, I think if you're...
3: oh wow, If if you're not great, you're just a guy in the mask. mask. And everyone will remember that you. I want to... Here's the thing. I'm not joking.
1: I, I won't say it's a joke, but I get... There's a campiness about it. But yeah. like on the road, like sometimes I'm afraid to do what I really want to do. It's just silly. Oh,
3: no, no, it's not at all.
1: I agree. You, know, you get it. You yeah. Know? And it doesn't mean I do, it doesn't mean I'm not better than I used to be 30 years ago about doing what I think is funny, yeah. whether it be social or whether it just be silly. Yeah. Whatever it is, I'm better than I used to be, but I still have a long way to go. Yeah. Because I get it. That statement in itself, I get it's wrong. I get it. I go, oh, I should do what I think is really funny. Oh, you're not? Yeah. I do a lot that I love, but there's certain times, depending on the venue or what, what I think the collective audience, right. not 30 people or 50 or 60 or 70, but maybe about the other 200, can I do something that I still really love? I'm not yeah. going to go pick up garbage I don't like anymore, but maybe it's a little more. So with that said, I do want to come out with a mask and have the ba- whole band have masks. And like, you know, and almost a cape, like take myself so seriously, not a cape, yeah. but the mask, it maybe be like a dark black jacket, a long black jacket, that, and just come out, you know, and <laughs> then mean, just go around really shaking hands. And then they look over and the whole band has them on.
3: <laughs> it's really fun. It That's was fun. fun. Everyone will be on board with that. I we were think. on board with it and you did it here.
1: Yeah, I didn't know. Did you know why I was running in the other room?
3: I thought you were getting a cable. No, some not. sort of HDMI no. situation. Um, I wrote a thing. You know that show, The Masked Singer. Yeah. Uh-huh. I always and I barely, I I wrote a thing called The Masked Heckler, and I thought it'd be so funny <laughs> to make a show called, but it's Eddie Pepitone every time. Oh. <laughs> and it's very clearly him, and then it's him denying that it's him. How can you?
1: You have to do that. Right. Like
3: you're on stage and you're performing at the Masked yeah, Heckler, yeah, and then you hear someone. It's like, and yeah, I'll be I'll be Eddie. I'll be Eddie.
1: Oh, go off mic so it sounds Yeah, like yeah, a yeah, 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 okay. Anyway, I grew up in Philadelphia. Oh, great,
3: Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania? We
1: love Tasty Cakes, and our family... Oh, yeah,
3: he's talking about... Okay, who is right that out there? In? I don't know, I'm wearing a giant ice cream cone on my head. <laughs> okay, is that... You don't know who it is! Okay. God, it ruins the show if you tell them it's me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think they know who it is. No, no they don't. No, no. An I'm... ice cream coat. That, that's even better. It's not even like a mask. No, it's it's a huge
3: costume. <laughs> yeah, was, oh. Or like one of them, he forgets the mask, and it's one of those costumes that make it look like he's riding a horse. <laughs> This is all they got. It's barely sad.
1: Yeah. Uh, and and in the bit, does he really think he's gonna fool you? I think every time, uh, yeah. and then they go change it up, and it's him again. And, and his voice. He doesn't realize. We hear your we voice, know, Eddie. Eddie, we know it's you. No. No, you don't. No, I'm an angry Ah, <laughs> <tone>. uh, boo. <laughs> Eddie Peppertone does it for
3: me. He's he's got my bit about the the only person, the person that could heckle you the worst is yourself. Because you know what. Because you know what really. And he's like, why you keep dreaming about birds, Eddie? Oh, I love introducing
1: the audience that listens to this podcast to Eddie. Like, go see him live. Trust me, it is art. It's theater. Wherever you go, I can only hope the audience will match his brilliance. And that just means an audience that doesn't mind something a little different. You're going to go out and get one. You're so g- you funny. get a Cree. That's an hour and probably 10 minutes of just fucking brilliance. And
3: it'll all be something you've never seen. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? No one's doing it like he does it. It's so I, I'm fun. telling
1: you, I, if I owned a club, I would know how to present Eddie. And yeah. it wouldn't be It would wouldn't be afraid of people that are there for stand up because it yeah. is stand up. Yeah. But you still needs to be presented because. I, I would want a crowd that got it. I'd like to cultivate an audience for yeah. him because he will give every night. You know what sucks probably when you're and it makes me want to be a better comedian. Going to the show on time, do, doing a good show, being there because the, presenting comedy is hard. I pick on it, but I get. Mm-hmm. So I do try to you know do all those things. Who are we? Uh, but when the when the when the booker does everything right in those cases, or the yeah. club does everything right. I, I guess it would suck if I owned a club and I found out a comedian came through and didn't de- give a hundred percent. It's like I do it all right for yeah. you, and all I want in return—it's—it's going to happen, and yeah. not with Eddie. No, if you tried to produce him, and and he and you gave him a venue, and you said every fucking night he's going to do his job, he's going to go out there and fucking just destroy, mm-hmm. and that's why it's a guarantee i would i would love if i had money to like to, you know like yeah. rent a venue and just say i want him there i don't care if it takes a year people are going to fucking come to this see this guy that's yeah. what i'd want to do if i had money to play with some like uh, entertainers open up a, a restaurant or yeah. you know that that's very famous or if some do real estate i would just want to produce fucking eddie pepper and it's
3: something. kind of a testament to why it's still so much greater live than anywhere else you know what i mean i like watching specials and i like watching stuff on you know. tv But there's nothing like actually going and seeing it because you're kind of experiencing a thing that you won't see or do any other day. Just
1: like music. I mean, yeah, you can listen to music at home and get into it, but you're not going to get into it like if you were at the concert in front of the band. So that doesn't mean it can't be enjoyable. And like you said, I've watched Netflix special and really enjoyed them, but nothing comes close to going to see somebody at a club. It's It's a lot of laughs, you know. That's why, you know, Daniel Kino said, a good movie, a good movie won't get that many laughs but if you go to see a lot of comedians that are really good and they do an hour and on the road that's you're gonna go out and that's a lot of laughs in an hour it's yeah a, you know and uh and then so you know it's gonna feel good i think that's why i would crave doing it like when i was 17 and i 16 even started to go down the comedy clubs like it i was it was very predictable at a good club and that felt good mm-hmm. like every time we were hoping it was good it was a lot yeah like, we weren't disappointed hardly ever. And even when it was bad, we didn't like it, it was still pretty good. Yeah. The experience, we liked the middle act better than maybe the headliner. But it was like a lot of laughs mm. right away. So it felt really good, you know. It's a good feeling to go watch comedy. I know I do it now, and it seems weird, but, you know, what, what, what am I going to do?
3: I'm a, I'm a great person. <laughs>
1: out there for yeah, the yeah, people yeah.
3: it's nice sometimes to get in a situation where you're just a fan of comedy again even though you do it all the time it helps you be a better oh my goodness it
1: helps you be a better comic we drove a minivan with me, Eric Olson and uh, Chris uh, Burden and, uh, and me, Jim Gaffigan, and Chris Burden and, and, um, and uh, Olson. yes yes, and, uh, and uh, hold on, what were we just talking about? watching comedy Oh yeah, and we went one night to see Brian Regan, you know. And it reminds you, you pay to eat, you walk down the street, you pay to park. Even though we got ahead of a line, it doesn't yeah. matter. We still did a lot of stuff, and we got really good, you know. You know, our seats were there; it was all clean and organized for us. But still, it reminds you, like, and seeing people walk from their cars and like, yeah. to, it makes me be a better comedian because yeah. I go, yeah, it's like. Thing that would happen once or twice, somebody would go, "Yeah, we drove like four hours." And I swear, the first thing I thought is, "Oh my god, did I do a good show?"
3: I know, I know. Oh no! Even if someone, I was when I did DC, some people who who came out, they like they uh, they were just like, you know, we saw you were within a couple hours, so we came out, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that, and that's to them is like a nice thing in doing it, and it made me so grateful Mm -hmm. that people. Went I went and I'm thinking about like stuff I've skipped out on because it was like 20 minutes away. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. These people were like two hours. To come two do hours a night. sometimes. And
1: then they go back. Sometimes
3: that gives me stress. I go, Did you get a first thing? I always ask, Did you get a hotel? When
1: they go, Yeah, yeah, we got a hotel. I go, Great. If they go, No, I go, What?
3: Yeah, I almost don't know. Like,
1: can, can we get them a hotel? Yes, we, I we do. Well, well, by the way, uh, on the road with Mike Burbigley, we did a, a lot of stuff like that. It was always yeah. fun, and it was fun because Mike paid for it. Yeah. But uh, a waitress that goes, I can't come to the show. Because, she goes, I have rent to pay. So yeah. she goes, I really wanted to. He goes, well, we we'll get you a ticket. She goes, ah, oh, it's so sweet, but I have rent to pay. And by the end of the dinner, we all gave all this money, and we had like $350, and we gave it to yeah. her. And then she was able to pay her rent and it's go to the, the show. It's the best. It's so much fun. And, yeah. you know, it's not like we stood up on a pedestal and said we, it was between us and her. Yeah. But um, uh, uh, you were talking about, uh, on the wider scope, what were we talking about?
3: Watching comedy is fun. Yeah. like sort of feel like a fan again every once in a while. Yeah,
1: is there someone you like? What's the last stand-up comedian you saw?
3: Uh, uh, I'm trying. I don't know. I mean, I, we watch stuff from the side or the back or something yeah. like that, um, and it, it, it's it's okay. But rarely, I like. I think it's probably Rory's last. Person. I mean, I saw Rory tape that special he did on Netflix. Is like a, what two years ago now. But mm-hmm. I saw him t- the Late Show he taped in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, cool. And it was the late. And, he, and then he didn't use a single second from it like he immediately like, even like four minutes in he's like oh none of this is, he's like i'm all in my head i'm like the first show went so good fuck this show and he's <laughs> like and then he just was a complete riff off the rails the entire time and it's the hardest i've ever laughed in my life i mean i i wa- watching watching like and it is like watching you watching him watching eddie it's like watching people who i'm like oh the hardest you ever laugh is with your friends. The hardest you ever laugh is with your friends. You're, you got a friend from high school, a friend from college that you swear is the funniest dude who's ever lived, or the funniest girl who's ever lived. But all we're trying to do is like be as close to replicating that as possible in some way. And, right. and that's kind of what it feels like with these people I'm really into. I'm like, this is, it, it's somehow intimate with all these people here, but it's also seeing something. It's, almost, it's not like he's telling you. You're seeing something you're not going to see. You're seeing something you can't watch. Right, right. It's yeah. they're just there live. It's the energy.
1: Yeah, that, some, and, and also you get used to some of your friends in L.A. Oh, by the way, I think the Sure the for thing, Los Angeles, if our, you guys are listening. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get ahead of it. Our, 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 what we strive for is what we're saying is, oh, do we do a good show? The question is, well, wait, you don't think you should always do a good show? Of course we do. Yeah. But that doesn't mean at the worst of us we could get lazy, maybe. So when is the time to play? Well, I'd like to believe my own rule that I'm going to set for myself when I'm at my best That it won't be when they're paying uh, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, most of the time, the cheapest at a club is $15 if it's a college night. Yeah. So I'm going to say, doesn't mean I can't do new stuff. It means if it's not working, you can go to the standards. That's not a crime. But if you're doing a show, obviously, in L.A. and you're doing a 15-minute spot or a 10-minute spot, then you could play a little more but i that's what i mean like if so yeah i was i always think that now like how far did they fucking drive and i tried i almost wish i wrote that in my binder yeah because i have it up there every night and just because that's something you could forget easily Mm -hmm. not because you're a dick just because you're like somebody annoys you in the crowd and you sometimes
3: i try and remember what i've done to go see musicians and i'm like oh i followed a band you know what I mean? I probably wouldn't do that with a comedian that's stalking if it's one person. But like, you know what I mean? I've gone far and far and far to see a band before and then they kind of phone it in and you're just like, I know y'all hate each other but please. (laughs) Right. I I drove to Chicago. I get it. I know no one likes Julian but let him just please play all the songs I know. Or like something. Or like, please look like you know I came this far. And I I don't, you know, I'm not like that huge with comedy but every once in a while now it's plucking up and I'm like, what if I did go up there mad at something that happened today and just sort of like considered it at work yeah. and worked through it? I would feel guilty. I've made the
1: mistake. I drank too much sometimes. Not anymore. Never. Uh, I know the amount of drinks I can have. Or, you know what it is? I know it, to a T, because liquor is you know, not like pot. It's predictable. Yeah. I can have four drinks, and it might even make me sillier. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Starting at like 8 o'clock, and then by the late show, you've had four drinks. Can I have five drinks? Does it all go bad? No. But I get sloppy. Yeah. So I figure, why don't we just say... Four or more, you know, that that's fine. You know yeah. you can. But you can't. how many times can you do a fifth drink or a sixth drink and go, yeah, I had drinks? Yeah, you know that. You've learned that already. So now right. why don't you just say, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Not acting like you just realized
3: it. I mean, mine kind of depends on what I do. I do, I do okay. stand-up, and I, I won't have more than one now before I'm doing stand-up. But if I'm doing, like, I run some sort of, like, more conceptual things, like the compliment contest show and, like, live version of my pocket, I can be a little different with that because it's a little bit looser of an idea. Right. But for me, if I'm doing stand-up, it's almost like I can have one and take another one with me up there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then if it's anything more than that, I start to just be like, what am I doing? Or I, you can tell what's old and what's new. Or, or you know what I mean? It's just the effort isn't yeah. there for everything.
1: I had one night where it was just,
3: and I, you know, it was just, I mean, I just forgot, blacked out while I was performing. Mm-hmm.
1: It's horrible when you wake up. You're like, oh, I felt so bad. I've had
3: a whole bad weekend where I was filling in headlining for someone and I the opener was really 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 blue and really 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 hacky and really 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 crushing. <laughs> <And so laughs> like just like stuff that that's nothing like my style. Like, just, like, mm. what if this famous person did dirty, sounded dirty, but it's, like, a, all, and, 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 and so I was, like, oh, I got to just be a little different, and then it made me adjust, this was a wild, it made me adjust what I was doing, and then I was, like, well, now I'm, I'm not good at the thing I'm trying to do, Right. Well, why did I get drunk and try and be what I thought they would want? and be bad at that. Why shouldn't I have just been the thing I'm good at and seen who liked it, which would have been upwards of five people. Right, no, uh,
1: I'm with you. Like, you get, you... uh, But it's, you know, it's good. It's good, you know. I I just, uh, as you grow, grow, you, you know, you start... respect. Hopefully, I think it makes you a better performer. I would imagine the minute you lose respect for the audience, you're probably fucked to be a, I think, a decent performer. It's definitely
3: more embarrassing when they're not there. (laughs) So (laughs) you
1: want to respect them. Well... Does anybody want to ask me a question? Oh,
3: yeah. What, what John? Well, did you have this question the whole time? Oh, yeah. No, you don't Locked really have, to have a question.
1: John, I want to tell some that Aaron oh, Simon okay, okay, said.
3: Okay. Oh, go ahead. Do you have <laughs> one?
1: No no no, 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 no. I didn't know you really did. No, no, no. I didn't want to put the pressure on you. Aaron Simon. No, shut up. What's your question? Now you have to have one.
2: You excited about these new pumpkin spice lattes?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. And I, I'm telling you, everybody, even if you don't like them, you get upset with them. Don't get upset with the pumpkin spice. It's uh, think about what you're channeling your energy, even in a silly yeah. way. Oh, they have everything you want and just one thing now for a three-month period you don't <laughs> want. And it's not like they took something off the menu that you like and uh, you go. we well, got rid of water. Yeah, because we got rid of water. Yeah, because on yeah, the register, same button. So leave pumpkin spice alone. <laughs> and by the way, I love the taste in yeah. the cake. The the pumpkin spice white glaze over a piece of ice like a like a pumpkin spice carrot cake type of a thing mm-hmm. with vanilla icing that like hardens on the top of the cake. It's like dance. Scoop a scoop of vanilla ice cream yeah. and fucking punch it in my face. Uh John, what did you... What did you? Oh, you asked me your question. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron said that he... I, I think it's funny. He goes, you know, I have a horrible memory. Aaron Simon. We know Aaron Simon from yeah, the talk show. Aaron, Aaron Simon. Simon, no, it's Simon. Aaron Simon. Aaron Simon. Simon, 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 Simon. Simon. From Davis. Dave Davis. Oh, yeah. He's from Davis, uh, California. Aaron, Aaron Simon. Simon. Davis. Simon, Davis, Simon, yeah, Davis, Simon. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. He's in a carport. Yeah, Davis. No, no, no. Davis. He, uh, he goes, you know, I remember a horrible thing. I'm not proud of it. Maybe I was a little bit of a brat. He goes, but I remember being like 12... And he goes and throwing a temper tantrum because my parents wouldn't have a hypnotist in my poor boots.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Isn't that pure beautiful? Oh, Go, it is. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I, I tell you the truth, I, if, I'll, I'll go next. If, if anybody has one, it can merge into a memory of when you were younger. But, but mine's specific to that sort of, too, like being a little bit of a brat over not something really for me. Do we have something nice we can put in the background? We're going in for the clothes, people. This was great. Nice. Yeah, uh, was I nice. needed this tonight. I, j- I just was, I said, I don't want to, first I thought I didn't want to do a show because I was from the Doug Benson thing. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't want to, I want to, I want to hang out tonight. Yeah. So I'll just have like a
3: mellow. So it's like a good merge of those two things. It's perfect. It's, you get to know somebody, you lo- learn a, a lot about them in a podcast. Why didn't Aaron's parents just go, we did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember. Oh, He was good. He was good. <laughs> <laughs> bring, bring
1: it down that's still no that's not <laughs> 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 that don't be sorry be big A little low, A little low. yeah that's okay so anyway I remember my parents were buying a car and I wanted the stick shift in the middle mm-hmm. and I was in maybe fifth grade instead of on the steering, on the steering wheel? wheel yeah, yeah. Was, some of the cooler cars had it yeah. in the middle you know and I was I wouldn't shut up about it I was like, I want, want to get it in the middle. Does it have it in the middle? Is this in the middle? The guy would go, we're going to drive one around the back. Does did, did, did this one have it in the middle? Does it have it in the middle? Finally, my dad was like, I, I don't know if we're getting it in the middle. <laughs> and uh, and the people, what did that kid want over there? Candy? No, he wanted a stick shift in the middle. Look at him. Look at his big head. Cute kid over there. Wants a stick shift in the middle. I wish I had the money. I'd go over and pay for it. His dad's disappointing him. I'm sitting down. I can't believe I can't get it in the middle. I knew they wouldn't buy it Once they looked at a Fiat And then I figured it out They're not buying anything It was so I would get so excited They were looking at a Fiat A little sports car Because yeah, my mom We had cool a station wagon Yeah and it was cool And it was like This was like 1976 or something Or 70s, And I thought Oh they're going to get one No they didn't They never did That's why I never do that Don't bring young kids When you're getting a new car They get excited Yeah and, Or at least tell them Go we are not buying a new car We're just going to look at it Don't disappoint these kids today
2: they're precious. I'm, I'm, I'm actually being uh, silly serious.
1: Do you have anything like that you remember a little?
2: I think so. Uh, I remember having like a tricycle growing up. And then my mom was like, hey, do you mind if we give it to my friend's kid or whatever? I was like, yeah, whatever. I guess I don't care. And then, for whatever reason, being a kid, I guess like I saw him playing with it, and I wanted it back or something i like so I like made my mom feel bad about ever like a- giving it away for years too <laughs> that was the worst that was the worst thing. I would bring it up like randomly like five years later. I remember one time she like slammed the car door after I did it, and I was like, okay, I was i'll stop doing that <laughs> john and and, and I- but I mean like she slammed it outwards into something yeah i I have to tell you, I have a very specific story just like
1: that and my mom eventually I stopped doing it but accidentally like my parents unless I have some twisted me- unless my brothers have different memories but they didn't hit us once in a while my dad was mad if, if he would he would throw something but you know it wasn't really you know my mom would sometimes storm off if she, got, she couldn't take it and take the car and drive around the block but hey now looking back that's a good thing to do yeah go get get out get out of the situation so so this was such an accident and I never judged my mom for it but I would bring it up every time we were an Italian restaurant and I was doing something and she went to push my like arm off of touching this thing and I hit my head and I got a big mark and I had to, and I, but my, all my memory of my parents is great. Like I, that happened, I knew it. Like I knew it then, I was old enough to know. Like that was just an accident. My mom did not want to do that. But every time I would go, maybe I'm special. You know, because I would be in special classes because you hit my head against the wall. (laughs) And I would always. And then when I was like 30, I would still do it. I go, remember? (laughs) I would go, well, remember that time you hit my head on the wall? She would go, oh, guess what funny happened? You mean like the time you hit my head on the wall? Then she honestly (laughs) told me that that always really bothered her. Uh And you know what? I was glad I was um, emotional enough to be able to go, oh, my God, Mom, I'll never do it again. Yeah, I'll never do it again. But, Mom, I said, I don't. Like, that was like, I always knew that's what was funny about it was like, I was aware the day it happened that, you know, she yeah. maybe thought I was holding on to it a little bit. But one time I slipped again and almost did it. And that was it. And then I never did it again. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess if she listens to the podcast, she's going to go, You're still fucking talking about that?
2: <laughs>
1: Aristotle, any memory of being a little, or a kid, like something little?
0: Plenty. Too many.
1: Shoot. <laughs> uh, I once had,
0: uh, I don't even know who got it. So that's the first issue. Uh, a big Lego pirate ship that my mom and dad built for me because I, I don't know why I didn't build it myself. It's obviously way too difficult to build f- for this child. Uh, and then my cousin had a toy pirate ship that was just like a single piece of plastic ship, not Legos. And I wanted to trade with him so bad. And I was begging them, like, let me trade the ships with him. But they're like, no, obviously not. This is a large lego ship that we yeah. built for you <laughs> I'm like i don't care i want that i want that one i can bring that one in the tub with me <laughs> did you get it I don't, I don't think so i don't know but i was definitely a, a huge brat, brat yeah i like uh how old were you
1: 30 yeah. oh, it's been months yeah <laughs> no you're not 30
3: yet so. you have a tub wow <laughs> what were- this is i always uh, i would like throw a little fits about stuff sometimes my dad had this picture of me on a rocking horse and I was just I was probably like you know three in the picture and like seven or eight and I'm like what happened to my rocking horse? <laughs> and he, he's like oh I let my brother ride it His uh, my uncle his brother who's like legitimately 290, 300 pounds he's like I let my brother ride it and he broke it and I'm like, you let Uncle Craig get on my rocking horse? And I started screaming. I'm like, you <laughs> broke my rocking horse? What I didn't know was that was a picture of my dad, not me. Right? And so he was two. in the And I just got so mad about a rocking horse I never had. It was a photo of my dad who let his brother, who was four at the time, ride the horse. And he broke it. And I got, I legitimately yelled at my dad where I was like, I, I can't believe you let Uncle Craig, and that, and my dad, you know, oh he did, God. it didn't really upset him because he's like, my son is an idiot. Right, like, yeah, <laughs> it's black and white photo. Uh, and I was like, so mad. And I just was like, you're going to let him break, and it's like years and how old are you here? You're like 10? I'm like se- seven or eight. Oh years God. go by, and then I'm like, you let Uncle Craig break my rocking horse. My, <laughs> my dad's like, we never told you. That is not you in the photo. And it's like a prominently placed photo in our house. I just for years told people. Oh, so they waited years. They just forgot because I'm a oh. dumb idiot kid. <laughs> it wasn't important to them. That is so funny. And, I, and just years later found out that it was. Uh, nev- I never had a rocking horse. Yeah, yeah, and man. I screamed at my dad you know, about so
1: it. What it says is that there was no emotion there because it never happened. You were going through the motions. Right. And don't do that in life because we've all probably done that. You're I mean, just mad because it
0: feels like it's time to be mad That's also a new thing to be mad about It's like, well, why didn't I ever have my own fucking rocking horse? And I probably for sure did Hey
1: dogs, we're going to close Hey, rough, rough, rough This was there's a, a cat. 14 hour
3: podcast in your time <laughs>
1: Yes, there's a cat that comes around the house lately Tell you the truth, I love it I'm going to remember to buy some cat food tomorrow yeah. He makes his rounds, I think, around the neighborhood but he's so friendly, so I let him in the house today. It's fun. What it, color is he? He's gray. Oh, he's got a fun. collar, and he's yeah. so friendly. He digs into you. Yeah. Turns upside down. I, like, get in his belly, and I mush yeah. it. I, I didn't do that right away, but now I'm comfortable to do it. Most he does is grab his paws around my hand, but he doesn't do anything. That's fun. And then um, and then we let him in. But then I sort of opened the door and knew he would go, I'll go out, and that's it. And I shut the back door. And then he takes his paw... And he starts banging on the glass. I go, you want to come in? He opens the door. He jumps in. I'm like, you don't have fleas, do you? He'd tell you if he did. I think so. (laughs) At least he behaved. He's got that collar. I know. I tried to go look. One time, because I thought maybe this cat's lost. Now I know he just makes yeah. his rounds, and I was trying. The only time I had difficulty with him, every time I went to look at his collar, he would flip under, over, <laughs> upside down, and grab my hands. Yeah, like he thought that was me trying to. He would go, and ah, he'd start. I go, no, I want to look at your collar.
3: So maybe he's like a stiltskin thing, where if you see his name, he disappears. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's like, he's like, no, 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 no. I saw him up the street, but then Aaron said he saw. I go, I think he lives up the street because when I was driving home from the gym, I saw him sitting on someone's porch. I go, oh, Aaron goes, I saw him down like six blocks that way. I go, I think he just makes his rounds. Yeah, He needs attention.
3: You can give him a name even if you don't know his name. Cats can have a lot of names. I was going to say
1: Cleo because we had a great cat and her name was Cleo. So today I was like, Cleo? Yeah. Anyway, what are you going to do? What kind of fool am I? Tearing it to pieces and let the river drop come by. Mellow cauliflower the little yellow trees Pumpkin spice makes everything nice Get down on your knees and pray All right. I'm not ending the show like that I'm not a fucking <laughs> idiot So how do we close? Does anyone I like not knowing what we're going to do It's yeah, edgy yeah. I know. Other shows Oh, What are we doing to close? I don't care I'm not like that I'm like oh well, we'll We can talk about it on the podcast w- Collectively now What should we do to close? You want to do a sing-along? Do you?
5: Yeah.
1: Do you? Hey, John. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any lotion? Um, Dom Irera has a bit. You know, he have got a cousin. He's always scratching. Hey, Dom, I get a question. Uh, you got any lotion? Anyway. <laughs> it's Dom Herrera. hope he doesn't hear that joke. Todd, you fucked it up. So, Aaron, hypnotist. Did you, did you get a hypnotist for your bar mitzvah? No. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? <laughs> we'll get you bar mitzvahed yeah. right. Your parents are mean and cruel. And quite frankly, if child services, I mean this, found out about that, they would come in and take you f- away from your parents.
3: That's a bullshit move. They got the money. I seen their checkbook. Oh. I know a closed comedy club in Missouri that used to book plenty of hypnotists. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll let you come make you dance like come Britney
2: to Spears. To all, like, on a serious note, I don't know if this, can yeah. we get any fan base to get a hypnotist in here? Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Great idea! Oh my God! There has n- to be one I can't in LA. believe
1: I never thought about that. A legitimate one. I don't want a guy, you know, uh, abracadabra, a bazoom. You know, that's yeah, yeah, the yeah, the yeah. old school ones. They they take a, a coin and they wave it in front of your head. Yeah. I want a new guy and no taking our clothes off in any of your bits. <laughs> I don't want to w- come to and you know, Todd was rubbing his dick on the <laughs> on the on the on the wall, uh, but anyway. Uh,
2: the hypnotist, <laughs> man, that'd be so great. That would be fun.
1: Yeah. So, so if if e- Todd Glass Comedy at Gmail, right? Aristotle, Todd Glass Comedy, and what's at the, what's the password again? Aristotle.
3: No, <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> well, know what it is. There.
1: Todd uh, Glass Comedy at Gmail, right? Yeah. It, and, yeah, there's
3: Twitter, and there's Twitter, and there's tons of ways. Yes, just and send then it. you know how to get a hold of people. E- people. Exactly. If that. you're
2: a hypnotist, or you know a hypnotist, or yeah. you just want to, you, 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 you hire have us a hypnotist. You want to hire? Yeah, whatever.
1: And you, we'll let you sit in with the show if you hire us a hypnotist. You know there's, oh, there you you
3: know go. there's some good new. Not they don't look like old magicians with pop. Col- like you know there's someone in L. A. Who's like legit. There must
1: be. It. I don't. You uh, know. Yeah,
3: it, it's kind of like I don't, a doctor. I
1: looking. Yeah. The most honest way I can answer about hypnotism, and I hope they respect me for this because if it, uh, I don't not believe. I don't believe in a lot of it because I think there's a lot of bullshit out there. But I'm not positive if I don't believe in it at all. I figured it out at certain levels. Yeah, I have. I've debunked it in certain levels. But other levels and things I've seen, unless I want to lie to myself and only remember the stuff that feeds me thinking it's not true. No, I've seen things that went, I've been at a club and I asked a question, wait, is that person? And then I came up some conclusions. uh, Can I tell you what I think my conclusion is? And tell me if you think I'm right or wrong. Because I'm about to say, I'm sure there's good ones out there. Maybe those one, maybe the good ones don't do it. In, oh, now I'm going to knock the right help person. Maybe they people quit smoking. Instead. Maybe they don't do it in front of audiences. Maybe the best of the best says the problem with doing it in front of an audience, it can't work every night. Yeah. So what am I going to do when it doesn't work? And then you come up with tricks, and that's not hypnotism. Yeah. If you say sometimes I get a hypnotism, sometimes I lie to them. So maybe the good hypnotist would be doing other things, study of the mind, yeah. hypnotism. So maybe that's what we want, because if you have to do it every night, that's what you know. But anyway. Hypnotism Fuck it No But I would like to get someone in here Because I've seen Oh What I thought it was at clubs is mm-hmm. Getting A lot of it is revolved around laughter Again Somebody might be hearing this And going No we saw that hypnotist at that college And he didn't do this And I would love to hear it Because then it, Because there's something intriguing People are doing shit okay, yeah. And they're not breaking They're not breaking I watch that they're, Okay Even if they are from the audience And even if they're going along Wouldn't they ever laugh Yeah And once in a blue moon they do But overwhelmingly they don't Yeah And that, you can't fake. So I'm not trying to just bring the negative. I'm like, how's that? But a big bulk of it, is I think they get laughs. And when you get laughs, how does it feel to get laughs? Me and you know, it feels fucking great. It's
3: it's, it's like a drug.
1: These people don't get laughs. Now, they're getting big fucking laughs. Nothing comforts you more than laugh after laugh, and you will do more and more and more the most comfortable you get. So maybe it's some euphoric state of getting laughs, and why won't I jump around like a monkey? I'm not afraid of burying my soul, because I am fucking killing, and you are. You're getting big (laughs) laughs at that club. So... Is that bringing it to some state? Yeah, but it's not hypnotism. Yeah, because
3: nothing feels ridiculous when everyone's laughing with Nothing that. feels ridiculous. As a matter of fact, it feels the opposite. Yeah, it feels like you're in control. You're in control. And also, what an important thought to have to say, I don't know if I believe in it, but I don't want to discount the stuff that goes against what I think. Because That's I like a mantra to have that that's a lot of people don't do. They're like, no, the stuff I believe is the stuff I consume.
1: You know what? Me too. So I hope it's just me telling myself too to just try to because put it out there because you know you you you, you suddenly don't want to put it out there because you, you you fall into the trap that other people are doing. You just want to. What do you? Come on. Do you mind being wrong? Because that's yes. all this is about. I know. Do you mind being wrong? Yeah. And I've been there where I did mind being wrong, but it doesn't make you in a good relationship. It doesn't make you grow as a comedian. Like yeah. get okay with being wrong. Yeah.
3: I mean, you see, get into. I get into so many dumb not arguments, but just like interact, and you're just like you just want to be like. Yeah, but you know you're wrong. Like you know what I mean. You're like I don't care how many things you send me, how many weird count. You just want to be like, or I'm like, I know. You just you gotta be wrong sometimes. Yeah,
1: it's it, it's okay to be wrong sometimes. Yeah. And what specific thing are we talking about again? Hypnotist. A hypnotist. So anyway, back to it. I don't think I think we. Uh, so let's. If there is someone out there that knows somebody, um, we would love yeah. to do it on the show. We would really love to do it on the show. Todd Glass Comedy at Gmail. Good idea, John. And let's yeah, let's make that happen. Also a court stenographer I never got. I wanted to bring in a court stenographer. I'm so
3: fascinated by court stenographers. What is going on? Well, they have a special machine? I'd, how do you learn to use it? There's it's a special insane. school. There's it's a, a special sco- school. Seriously. I, I think they're so also I don't understand why they still paint people in courtrooms instead of just taking <laughs> a picture. I feel like it's just there to laugh at the dumb painting. Maybe it if they never they're not looks there, like them. Maybe if they're not there, do they do it? Just take a picture with their phone. <laughs> You don't have to let cameras like video- oh, Just right. let the judge take a photo. But like the snog st- st- from, like, how are you doing? This? Maybe they're not allowed. So they yeah, have to yeah, it's like do some tra- weird old some grandfathered weird in rule of like yeah. no electronics in the court. Something, but like just so <laughs> <instead>, we're <laughs> just laughing. At Maybe some it's a copyright photo where Tom Brady looks like Sloth from the Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's a
1: copyright infringement. It's all copyright infringement. I'm kidding. I have no idea. So yeah, we're all good. Aaron, you good? Uh, uh, Tony, Tony Ma- Mamino, Tony Vavuzzo. I want to eat spaghetti right now.
5: Oh, spaghetti.
1: Did you get olive
3: oil? Asshole. <laughs> um, he said yes. That's the <laughs> crazy part, guys. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how mean I am. Yeah, I got it. Jerk. Now I can't be mad we don't have it.
1: Well, let's end with a song. What do we got? What could we do that would just be, even peace, let it be. We'll just go into the, we'll fade out. And then when let it be or whatever we pick. Fades out right into Chris Farron's beautiful version of Mister Rogers. Let it soak in. Let it soak in. After the Mister Rogers song, can we have one second before we play the uh, the uh, uh Starburns? Star burns Just sure. one second. It's I always aim a
0: for a we'll second.
2: play that right
1: now. What? Just
2: wait, just, uh, Starburns audio. No. What
1: should we play as we go to close? Is there a good sing along? Let it be. Let it be. Good. Oh yeah. Maybe we'll try. It can be a. You know what? I feel that would be a great. It's, a, it's really a real energetic song in a way, but very mellow, and that's the type of show this was. So it's really great. Let's We can talk into the bridge. I'm going to get a drink of water. Do we want to smoke? Does anybody, Aaron, do you have any pot smoke? Can you turn the air on just one more time? No pot. How come your grandmother hasn't given me those granite countertops yet? <laughs> She's redoing her kitchen. I asked for the granite countertops. I'm not seeing them. Tell her I'll send someone over there, and I will rough her up. Not physically, but, you know, knock on the door. Hey, hurry it up, grandma.
3: Really? Oh, Shit. Wow,
2: that's awesome. It sounded sarcastic, but I was actually... <laughs> no, no, I knew it, yeah. <laughs> I
3: thought you were excited for this ad playing before the video. <laughs> I I'm like, Kyle, yeah, yeah, no. you
1: were pure joy. Thank you for having me. It was me. great. This was perfect. This, was this is this is a great night of um, just really talking a lot. It's a I good, like, it.
3: summer to fall transition mood. Yes, mode.
5: exactly.
1: It was really a special night.
2: Can you put it a lot I Irish, Irish do When I find myself in my cell, times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of
4: wisdom,
3: Sing let along. it be. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be.
2: Let it be, let it be,
1: let it be, let it be, be.
4: whisper words of wisdom, let it
5: be,
2: With the broken hearted people living in the world agree, there will be an
3: answer, let it be, for though they may There is still a chance that they will see. There will be.
6: It's you I like. A podcast. A
5: podcast network.